93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, December 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police with guns drawn surrounding homes and businesses on Tuesday along a busy White Marsh Township thoroughfare after bodies of an elderly husband and wife were found on the property. Sources say a mail carrier discovered the bodies on Bethlehem Pike near Mathers Lane at about 11 a.m. A woman who sources say was in her 80s was face down on the ground in the side yard while her husband was found dead near Bush on the property. Police say the woman was partially undressed. Sources describe the crime scene as bloody, though police have wow. not revealed how the couple died. This yeah. is brutal sounding. I was wondering why, you know, they would bring out SWAT and all that. I saw them interviewing some of the neighbors, and so yeah, there had so to they, have been... They didn't know at first. Um, yeah. which we actually got a call um, through the school district because the they said there was no threat. You know, they later determined that, that there wasn't uh, anybody in the area that they were worried about, but that, uh, you know, I guess because of the police activity, some of the schools had indoor recess. And that's on Bethlehem Pike. That's a, yeah. a major thoroughfare. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty yeah. well traveled. Uh, police used cars and trees as cover as they waited for the county SWAT team to arrive. All available officers were also dis- dispatched to the scene. A nearby daycare was in lockdown until about 1.15, and the Colonial School District also was keeping students indoors as the police continued their investigation. As a result of the police response, several nearby roads were closed. Now, the turnpike runs perpendicular to the scene. That remained open. Police determined there was no active threat and lifted lockdown in the area, though traffic remained cut off, altering evening commutes and school bus routes as investigators stayed on the scene. Police have not released uh, the identities of the victims yet. Neighbors describe them as longtime members of the community who were quiet, friendly, and always returned a smile or a wave. Very bizarre. I'm interested to to find out. They say that they'll probably uh, release some more information later today about the couple. A Philadelphia police officer will not be charged following a fatal shooting in the Taconi section of the city this past summer. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro, whose office was handling the investigation, made the announcement on Tuesday. Officer Richard Nicoletti, a 29-year veteran of the force, was under investigation for the shooting back on August 20th that left 36-year-old Jeffrey Dennis dead. We applied the facts to Pennsylvania law, and accordingly, no criminal charges against Richard Nicoletti will be filed by my office, Shapiro said in the statement. Video released by Shapiro office shows the incident which happened in the 7100 block of Hagerman Street. Dennis's car is being driven up the street when it is stopped and immediately surrounded by armed officers from the narcotics field unit. After a few moments, Dennis hits the gas in an apparent attempt to escape. His vehicle moves back and forth several times and at one point one of the officers was struck. Dennis's car then slams into a vehicle being used by police and that's when Nicoletti can be seen firing his gun into the driver's side door. Dennis was hit in the arm and head. Shapiro's office says a total of three officers were injured in the incident shortly after the shooting. Dennis's family members met with Philadelphia police officials and called for Nicoletti to face jail time. The Philadelphia Police Department said Tuesday that the incident remains under internal review. The brother of Philadelphia Eagles defensive end Derek Barnett was killed in a hit and run by a suspected drunk driver. Nashville police say 33-year-old David Barnett of Nashville died early Tuesday during the head-on collision. Police say 47-year-old Felipe Castelblanco drove into oncoming traffic and collided with the car David Barnett was driving. Police say Castelblanco walked away, but police found him not far from the scene, smelling like alcohol and unsteady on his feet with bloodshot and watery eyes. Police say that Castelblanco admitted to drinking whiskey before he is charged with vehicular homicide by intoxication, leaving a fatal crash scene, failing to render aid and not notifying law enforcement. David Barnett was killed in the That's accident. Horrible. Yeah, very sad. In sports this morning. Yeah. 
76ers guard Markel Fultz is expected to miss three to six weeks to undergo rehabilitation on his right shoulder. Fultz, the number one overall pick in the 2017 NBA draft, has been diagnosed with thoracic outlet syndrome. His attorney and agent Raymond Brothers and the Sixers said yesterday, thoracic outlet syndrome affects nerves between the neck and shoulder, resulting in abnormal functional movement and range of motion, thus severely limiting Markel's ability to shoot the basketball. The condition will be treated with physical therapy, and Fultz will do his rehab in Los Angeles. Meanwhile, the Sixers return to the court tonight to play the team with the best record in the NBA. The Toronto Raptors tip off for the nationally televised game is set for 8 o'clock. The NHL will add a franchise in Seattle. The league announced yesterday with a unanimous vote by the Board of Governors. The NHL's 32nd franchise will enter the league for the 2021 uh, 2021-22 season as a member of the Pacific Division, which means that the Arizona Coyotes will move to the Central Division. The cost for league entry will be $650 million, up 30% from the $500 million paid by the Vegas Golden Knights to enter the NHL last year. Seattle is the 18th largest city in the United States, but has not had a winter sports team since the NBA's Supersonics left for Oklahoma City in 2008. The Sonics also played in Key Arena, which is where the new Seattle NHL franchise plans to play. The Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll travel to Columbus to play the Blue Jackets, and the Eagles are still the Super Bowl yeah. champs. Hey. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. What an exciting day it is today, dear friends, in case you did not hear the news. GQ Magazine has named Philadelphia City of the Year. City of the Year. That's cool. That is... That's never happened, anything no, like that. It's you know always I mean? horrible. It's we always the fattest, like the this. dumbest, the, the, the laziest. Most crime-laden. Yeah. Whatever it is, we've gotten the City of the Year moniker from GQ Magazine. That's something to be happy about, man. That's That type of thing hasn't happened in, well, I can't remember the last and time. And I think like their that editor, happened. who happens to hail from Philadelphia. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? No, well, it's, the, it's very cool. No, the writer is local. He's yeah, in Germantown. Yeah. But uh, he gave it some love and... Uh, and that's pretty cool. That's uh, that's more awesome national exposure. So I'll read a little bit of the uh, article a little yes. later on and, and uh, give some of the examples as to uh, why that is the case. But that's that's a good reason to feel good on a, on a Wednesday morning. I think so. We're pretty happy about that. We have a few things going on uh, the program today. Uh, let's see. Who's stopping in today? We have a... Uh, I just got this information. It's just, just in. in. It's uh, a Bud Light Philly Philly tour with South Bowl. That's where Merz is going to be tomorrow night. Okay, so uh, they'll be stopping in today. We'll give you details on her appearance and what all's going on with that. What else we have happening Fox, today? Fox, good day. I'm still waiting for the interns to bring me the... Uh... Stuff that I the itinerary the for the yeah. day. Yeah. Okay, yes, so yes, we're yes. going live on Fox Good Day, and we'll, we'll figure out the rest of it uh, a little bit later on this morning. So uh, we are happy to have you on board. We might have a very cool giveaway in store for you. We're working on that, uh, an added last-minute very cool prize uh, that is time is of the essence. Yes. So we'll get you the details uh, coming up. So in don't just plan moment. anything immediately. Yeah, you may not yeah. want to, actually. <laughs> really? uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We will come back in just a moment or two, and I'll have a stupid question ready to go in the entertainment report. All of it coming up in just a sec. Make sure you stay with us. We're going to have a good time in the number one city in the country. We'll be right back. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey gang, this holiday season, your special someone is going to unwrap and unwind if you get them a gift card from Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. And there's a special offer. You can save $10 on spa gift cards at regular pricing. Or you can buy a holiday spa package and you get a free massage or facial gift card with that. Go to handandstone.com today for all the information. 
French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Are you ready for love? Steven Singer Jewelers has hand-picked diamonds paired with beautiful mountings to create a stunning engagement ring that's ready to go. Check out his Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Ring Collection online at IHateStevenSinger.com and have it shipped immediately for free, all at the perfect price. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give something away. Let's do a stupid question. $75 MX gift card and The Flash Season 4, Arrow Season uh, 6, and Supergirl Season 3 on DVD, if you can answer this question correctly. Uh, tornadoes have been observed on every continent except which one? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. All right. Tornadoes have been observed on every continent in the world except one. Which one is that? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Uh, today is Wednesday. It is December 5th, and it is Johnny Resnick's birthday today. Mr. Goo. Yeah, yeah. some people used to call him Johnny Goo. Yes. Uh-huh. And they didn't know because uh, his last name, but he was, you know, lead singer and uh, songwriter for the Goo Goo Dolls. Love this song. This is a great song. They had, they had a steady string of hits. Yeah. And he can certainly write a hooky song. Yep. Yeah, my, uh, my friend is a big Matchbox 20 fan. Yeah. And... She went on a Matchbox 20 cruise. With the Goo Goo Dolls on it? And the Goo Goo Dolls were on it. And I, I'm fairly certain that she said that Johnny Goo was kind of a douche. Uh, Goo he, can't be a douche. I met him early on when this song hit, and uh, he performed in the studio that I was working in. He was a very nice guy. There you go. But maybe he was seasick. I don't know, and, and but that was right when they were starting to hit, and maybe after they had a few more hits, it may have gotten full himself. You yeah, know, really people sure. ask us all the time, "Hey, was you know when we had somebody in studio was so and so nice?" And I'm like, "Well, yes, but they're also they kind of like they're coming in to promote something. Yeah, they kind of have to be nice. You yeah. know what I mean? True. Like Lou Ferrigno was nice here, and then mm-hmm. turned out to be a dick at the convention. Yep, you can never know. Uh, what is the one something? My favorite song from theirs. Oh, is... Long Way Down or yeah. Iris. Uh, is it, uh, I'd have to hear it. It goes, I and I want you to... Mm. Oh, that's from City of Angels, right? Yeah, it's this one. Yes. Oh. This is by far my favorite song from Goo Goo Dolls. If it makes me a pussy, I don't care. I love this song. <laughs> if it makes me a pussy, yeah. I don't care. Uh, no, you're not a pussy, Steve. Isn't this the one from the, the Nick Cage? It is. City it is of Angels. Angels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Meg Ryan, I think, is in it, too. No. And, good uh, song. and it makes me cry! Dennis Franz. Yeah. Oh, I like this song. Yeah, it's a good song. And you like Smile, too. That's I do like one. Smile. That's, that's a good song. It's Capio's song. Why don't you smile? <laughs> the name of the song is <laughs> literally Smile. smile. Oh, uh, 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 right, she thinks birth. it's a big pep-sitting commercial. And yeah. that, one, that one, I think I found out that it was Slide... Like when you told me, maybe like okay. a year ago. Nice. Uh, so Johnny Resnick is uh, 53 today. Oh man, the great little Richard celebrates oh. his birthday today. Man, little Richard, one still of the, going. One of the all-time great showmen uh, is 86 years old. Would there be rock and roll without little Richard? Not the way that it is, yeah. man. He he took it and turned it on its ear and really cranked it up a notch. And I remember hearing an, uh, an interview with Paul McCartney saying that uh, early on, 
uh, in some of the, the the Beatles in the beginning when they started to hit. He was just in some of the songs he was flat out emulating Little oh, Richard, ripping, and they 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 adore him. And he said he met Little Richard and told him that, and Little Richard goes, "I know." <laughs> I, I I remember seeing him, and he'd be like on Mike Douglas. Yeah. He'd be on like the Dinah Shore show. Yeah. And here he's this this flamboyant guy with you know, it looked like he came from another planet, but he was such a charismatic character yeah. and a showman. You know, yep. you can't beat him. What a singer, too. He is 86 years old today. Uh, Jack Russell, who's the lead singer of Great White. Uh, and, of course, they had a horrible, horrible moment when all those people were killed by the pyrotechnics in that small club they played. It was Rhode Island? I think it was believe, in Rhode yeah. Island, yeah. And they had done that. Yeah, so the pyrotechnics, it was a low-hanging ceiling. Yeah. Immediately it went up. This, there was. I remember seeing a documentary about it, about this. The people, there was, was like a small hallway towards one of the exits, and there was just a whole pile of incinerated bodies. It was oh, horrible. Man. Could not get out. Horrible. I mean, it must have just gone up like that. It did. Like, it went up. People who were there who were able to get out said it was seconds before the place was engulfed in flames. There's video footage yeah, of yeah, it right yeah. when it starts, and mm. then it was just a mad dash for the door, and then that's what did it, man. People couldn't get out, so horrible, horrible uh, story in, in uh, the history of rock music. He's 50. 58 years old today. Uh, actor Nick Stahl celebrates his 39th birthday. Troubled actor. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had, he had trouble with drugs, right? Drug addiction. Bad yeah. one. Bad trouble. Uh, is this Terminator? Yeah. Terminator 3. Yeah, the music is, uh, yes. The, the movie was Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Uh, he was also in that um, HBO show Carnival. And uh, Sin City, right? Uh, Sin City, yeah. He played the yellow guy, yeah. uh, which was a pretty wild character. And a really great movie called In the Bedroom with Sissy oh. Spacek. Love that movie. Uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty wild flick. He's 39 today. Uh, Paula Patton, who was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Super hot. Uh, yep, she's 43. Former Robin Thicke's squeeze, right? Yeah, yeah I yep. think so, yep. Uh, Frankie Muniz also has his birthday today. He just got married recently. He did. Good for him. Or was, it, still... was it engaged? Was um, one, one, one or the, the other. Yeah. He still looks like he's... 12. Yeah, and like you had said not long ago, he had some issues with these mini strokes that he was having. It's horrible, man. And that's why he, he was a race car enthusiast, but he had to give that up. Yeah. Uh, but you know him from Malcolm in the Middle, Big Fat Liar, Agent Cody Banks, and so on. He's 33 today. And last birthday is Margaret Cho, ah. actress and comedian. She's been by here, right? We had her in the studio. Yeah. She doesn't really do that a lot, and yeah. she was really good. Yeah, so she's... I think uh, she's a former girlfriend of uh, Quentin Tarantino's. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, she is the big 5-0 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Tornadoes have been observed, uh, observed on every continent in the world except which one? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? Sarah, give me the continent, please. Antarctica. Yeah, she's right. Antarctica. One moment, Sarah. For you, we have a $75 MX gift card and the Flash Season 4, Arrow Season 6, and Supergirl Season 3 on DVD. And they're all available now on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital starting Sunday night at 8 on the CW Philly. Tune in to The Flash to kick off Elseworlds, the biggest superhero crossover event yet. And that's over three nights. Heroes of The Flash and Arrow and Supergirl will encounter new enemies and destiny will be rewritten. That happens. All right, um... See what stories I got for you. Stories. Let's start with this. Kim Kardashian is not crossing her sister Courtney anytime soon. 
In a newly released segment from her Jimmy Kimmel Live appearance back in July, the 38-year-old mother of three plays a game of three ridiculous questions with Jimmy. When asked which of her sisters is most likely to sue her, Kim responds, Courtney, she's ruthless. Without really, like, two seconds it took her to think of the answer, and it was right there. Uh, Kim says she jokingly told her that she'd sue her when, quote, I used her character in a video game and I paid her. But, yeah, she wanted more. Uh, this is just the latest snark directed at Courtney, courtesy of Kim. Getting four, all snarked up. Uh, four months ago on a Keeping Up with the Kardashians uh, episode, she infamously dubbed Courtney the least exciting sister to look at. <laughs> wow. Uh, on last week's, uh, she attempted to make her make it better by calling her just the most boring. So she's been uh, she's been at her a little bit. She's also the one who I think least seeks the public eye. Yeah. So she does the show and then goes off on vacations a lot. Agreed. Not, yeah. as, not as much a uh, media whore. Yep. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has been chatting with Wall Street Journal magazine for their December-January issue. This is great news. The 46-year-old reflected, as always, on several delightful subjects. She opened up about her famous relationship with Brad Pitt, whom she dated for two years, 20 years ago. While the media was obsessed with the pair at the time, the level of scrutiny didn't rival what's out there today. She said, Cameron Diaz and I talk about this all the time. We're like, thank God, in the early 90s, there were so few paparazzi, thank God. Uh, we cry in gratitude that no one was following us around and seeing what we were doing. Wait a second, though. There, there was, uh, you remember that famous scandal with them, the pictures on the balcony, Preston? Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, she said, I remember when Brad Pitt and I broke uh, broke up, it was on the cover of the New York Post, and there was no one outside of my house. She said, that would never happen today. So she's not over, she wasn't overrun by pop No, it's true. It, it, it's increased exponentially. There was no TMZ or anything of that nature. Yeah, yeah, but there exactly. was a famously a, a photo essay, which I think they wow. sued for, which was her and Brad Pitt was naked. They were on, they were naked on the balcony. Yeah. And that's when you kind of saw that Brad uh, doesn't have an impressive dong. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember that part of it. Uh, but I'm looking at pictures right now on Twitter or Instagram that Nick just pulled up of Gwyneth Paltrow. Did she recently post these? Names? This is from that article. This okay. is from the Wall Street Journal magazine. And, uh, so there's an article and then a photo shoot and the photo shoot's on the beach and she looks phenomenal. She looks fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, I just, those goop products. Over the weekend I watched again a movie that's become a favorite of mine is, uh, um, uh, oh, what is it? Where she's the, uh, airline stewardess, um... Oh, 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 oh. Um, oh. A View from the Top. Yes. It's a cute movie. Yes. I don't even, never even heard of that. Yeah, it's her and Christina Applegate and, um... It's cute. Uh, and Hulk, what's his name? Lou Ferrigno. No, not Lou Ferrigno. The other <laughs> Ruffalo. The other Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Had to go for Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. It's cute. It's all right. Mike Myers it's is It's my flight boarding. Yeah. Uh, she said, I remember when Brad Pitt and I broke up. It was on the cover of the New York Post and there was no one outside my house. She said that would never happen today and I already read that. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> but she, it means a lot to her. That's why I, she repeated it. Yes. Uh, she's also opened up about <laughs> about her brand, Goop. 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 What is Goop yeah. Give me a Goop. Thank you. Goop. Um, we talk about it all the time. I know. And I still well, don't even really. Like, I know we've looked at some of the stuff. I've but never been I on there. I have no idea what it, it is. is. So it, I, I did actually pop on over. Uh, and there's, as you would imagine, it's, it's populated with incredibly exorbitant uh, items you look at it that once, are, you that can't buy it. I, I assume for the uber wealthy or kitschy, like they're weird things that 
you know, whereas we used to like the sharper image catalog, you know, oh, that's cool. It's a yeah. pillow that vibrates your head. Yeah, but those weren't, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. $9,000. Right, exactly. So the same thing is this is this vaginal ceramic egg. All right, yeah. well, I'll get to that. I'll yeah. get to that. So uh, she calls herself a trailblazer for wellness and copping to the notoriety and uh, controversy for some of her more uh, out there recommendations, including vaginal steaming and the use of jade eggs down there seemed to count. Down there, eggs. She said, we're trailblazers. We're going to write about S that people haven't heard of. It's often women's sexual health that is the most triggering. She said, I remember when I started doing yoga, and people were like, what is yoga? What is yoga? She's a witch. She's a freak, she says. Damn Uh, right. uh, Paltrow, by the way, in case you're wondering, takes full credit for the country's current yoga craze. Oh, she did it. Well, no, you know who I think did it was Madonna. She really? yeah, like like way back when when it I thought you know, it was Johnny Resnick. I mean, now it's just it's like having a gym down the street. But right. like before, it was like, oh, okay, people are doing this to get in shape. It's not just something that you know used to be done. Huh. Listen, listen to what she says. She goes, "Forgive me if this comes out wrong, but I went to do a yoga class in L.A. recently, and the 22 year old girl behind the counter was like, "Have you ever done yoga before, old lady?" And she and, and I literally I turned to my friend and I was like. You have this job because I've done yoga. Oh before. my god, I hate you! Oh, oh. No. So you, she said mother. Oh. Why, why would she say that? And then why would she allow that to go to print? I don't well, think she said it. She said it to her friend. Friend, yeah, yeah. She didn't say it to the girl, right? But, uh, I, but she, she said it. It does sound pompous. Now it's in, the, yeah. it's in the article now. Yes. I mean, like, that's a stupid thing to say. No, you're right because in in, in cold print, it, yeah, it I, sounds worse. Yeah, it's very pompous. Uh, in case you were confused, I invented water, uh, Paltrow. Oh, you like drinking water, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Paltrow is done apologizing for her success as well. She said, I'm here one effing time, she says, and I want an incredible life. I used to be in my trailer smoking a cigarette and waiting for Ethan Hawke to open the door. Now look at me. Oh, my God. Yeah! What a name dropper. <laughs> that sounds many... bad. She's usually a lot more accessible, but this is not, uh, no. I don't consider this flattering. What was that movie that she was in with Ethan Hawke? It was a, one of the the classics. Um, uh, yes, Fast and the Furious. No, <laughs> it was not Fast and the Furious. No, it was a, a classic literary, literary piece. Oh, 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 uh, oh yeah. um, Great Expectations. Great Expectations. Yes. Great Expectations. Yes. Great Expectations with Lou Ferrigno. No, <laughs> my name is Pip. <laughs> was she? Uh, uh, um, there wasn't a lesbian scene in that one, was there? No, I don't think so. No, no, I there was. She one. also did Shakespeare in Love. Right. Yeah, she was in Shakespeare in Love, but... And uh, won an Oscar for that. Are you thinking of Dangerous Liaisons or something like no, that? No, there Which was a movie... Shallow Hal? Cruel Intentions is what you might be... Maybe cool that's what I'm thinking. Iron that's Man. It. No, no, not Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it came out around the same time as uh, Great Expectations, right? The lesbian scene in Iron, Iron Man. Man. I forgot about that. Uh, Pepper, there's a woman I'd like you to make out with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, then. You're going to love this vibrator. <laughs> it's going to blow your uterus to the ceiling. <laughs> Why don't you run upstairs and go go collect your uterus? (laughs) Look at the uh, look at the posters for Cool Intentions and Great Expectations. They're essentially the same. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, Nick pulled up the I'm Cool Expectations back to back, (laughs) and they are they're pretty damn similar. Great Intentions. Uh, So one thing that uh, Paltrow is not confident about, uh, merging her household with a new husband, Brad Folchucks. So she's because she has now stepchildren, right? Together, yeah, they share four kids from previous relationships and they are taking everything slowly. She said, we are still doing it in our own way with teenage kids. 
you've got to tread lightly. It's pretty intense, the teenage thing. Uh, I've never been a stepmother before. I'm just thinking about her uterus. <laughs> 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 Uh, she said, I don't know how to do it. She doesn't know. Shut the f*** up! So anyhow. You know what you do? Buy them lots of toys. That's the Wall Street Journal Magazine, December, January issue featuring Gwyneth Paltrow. The Duchess of Sussex held a secret power meeting with former First Lady Michelle Obama in London on Monday night. Their conversation reportedly followed Michelle's inspirational sellout speech at the Royal Festival Hall, which Meghan attended. And she was there, of course, to discuss her new memoir, Becoming. Novelist uh, Chimamanda Nogzi Adichie. From Wakanda. Uh, was there as a moderator. Yeah. I'm not sure. Wakanda forever. <laughs> uh, what did the two most visible women on earth discuss? Well, according to sources, they discussed the importance of supporting and empowering women across the world. Better not let hear Gwyneth Paltrow here. They're the most visible women on earth. Uh, both Michelle and Megan have long advocated for women. They also discussed their shared experiences of pregnancy and the cause of girls' educations. Think of... Meghan Markle, who about, what, four years ago was a player on the series Suits? Yeah, yep. she was a suitcase model. And she on... is now royalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. that, yeah. A suitcase, suitcase model, model for... Deal uh, or no deal. Deal or no deal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And now she's royalty. Uh, is she a, She's a princess? She's a princess or no? Uh, you know what? I don't know how that works out. She's yeah, a duchess? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Princess uh, Diana. She was married into sure. the royal family. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Princess Meghan Markle. She's also now officially a member of the Avengers. Do they call her your royal highness? I think they call her the Duchess of Sussex. Okay. Uh, and um, They call her the Duchess of Dad Ass. But she's married to Prince Harry, so yeah. he's a prince. She's yeah. a princess. Uh, the pair are expected to remain in touch, by the way. Michelle goes uh, way back, Obama, by the way, uh, with the royals. In 2016, Prince William Kate Middleton, Prince Harry, uh, hosted President Barack Obama and Michelle uh, for a private dinner. So they have, uh, she has met with those groups before. I mean, so Michelle Obama was uh, just at the Wells Fargo Center. Yes, on monster truck pole. No. Uh, she drove was... grave diggers. <laughs> she did. Nitro yeah. Circus. Cool. You ready to see some cool things? <laughs> <laughs> these women there with their, you know, they're, they're figuring they're going to hear stories of empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! It was di- it was different than what I thought it was gonna be. I thought we were gonna hear about empowerment, but it was impressive, especially when she pulled that engine block right out of the car. <laughs> oh my God! And now on Grave Digger. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, you were saying? Uh, what was I saying? You were saying Sir Michelle Obama was in town while we were at the camp out, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And you gotta, like, it was, I didn't, I, listen, I thought it was gonna be like a series of, it was gonna be her and Oprah and all these, no, it was Michelle Obama. The entire and, time? And the entire time, and they had a moderator, uh, from what I understand. The Care moderator, top. it was not Care Karen top. top. It was Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> um, thank you for coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, no, but there was a moderator who was like, I, I guess... She's an actress. Um, my wife couldn't really uh, pick her out of a out of a lineup or anything like that. She was like, uh, and, and she was good. But for well, all intents and purposes, there was just one woman talking to twenty thousand people. Uh, you know, and and tickets were at a premium for for this event. Well, like a stand up act would be the same if you went to see. You know, it's the same. Yeah. Already. Now, now, but the the difference for me was, and the thing that I took away from it is that honestly, it was. 
to me, it was less. I thought we were going to have see a presence of Secret Service, or yeah. I thought it would clamp down more. Dif- and it'd be more difficult than it was for like the Sixers game, yeah. which took place that week. I really didn't notice anything. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? Uh, so my wife told me this. Uh, the one thing that she had said uh, that uh, kind of blew her away now, and I want to impart this because I thought it was important information. Okay, I had no idea that Michelle Obama went to Princeton University. Oh, okay. I, I swear to God, like you know, I just you know, she was the the wife of the president. I had no idea like the merits that she had on her own. She was number one in her class in high school. Her guidance counselor had told her that uh, she didn't have a chance uh, to even get into to an Ivy League school. Wow. I know, I know. So, number one in her class, valedictorian, she gets What into- a great guidance counselor, by the way. <laughs> I know, right? So, she gets into Princeton, goes to Princeton, but she's got You'll all this... You'll never be in the world of monster trucks. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> and she did, didn't she? She, she did. did. She did. The amount of horsepower, you can't handle it. But anyhow, Where are we going with she, this? she gets into Princeton. She has all of this self-doubt, right? She th- she goes in there thinking, um, these people are going to think that I'm in here. This is an affirmative action th- case, blah, blah, blah. And then what she realizes that, no, she belongs there. And the um, the affirmative action are the people. Like, she's in this class. And then she met a young therapist. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't think we have that ready anymore. Uh, of course. I. Well, <laughs> I don't have that ready. Right. Yeah, I, uh, right. I have this ready. She, she's in a class with this guy who just so happens to have the same last name of the building that she is in, you know? And she goes, this is the affirmative action guy. This is the, you know, he he doesn't belong at Princeton. His parents were filthy rich, tons of money, mansion people. Yeah, okay. I, I just, I thought that was, you like, were inspired. I, you know, that listen, way. It probably would have been a little bit more <laughs> inspiring had monster trucks not been brought into the conversation. Oh, I, was, I I thought it had a little bit more dra- it dramatic it's sure, context. Sure, sure, sure. Can I move sure. on? It's, we're in the entertainment. Yes, we're good. Yeah, okay. yeah, go for I'm it. I'm going on to this. Uh, let me let me hang on. Let me hit the gas here real quick. Gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Michelle Obama. <laughs> Preston's got to go. Preston's got to go. Uh, go. Uh, Jesus. Uh, okay, so this party continues. I know you guys. This is the new thing that is going to be beaten to death. But Priyanka Chopra and Mick Jonas uh, are continuing to celebrate their love on Tuesday. I love you. The pair held a wedding. And re- I love you. Uh, held a wedding reception in, De- in Delhi following uh, two lavish ceremonies that celebrated both their cultures hey. and yet another party. Maybe it's one of the delis you visited, Casey. Mm. Uh, oh, the the, the, <laughs> the real <laughs> Delhi tour. Delhi tour. <laughs> the real New Delhi tour. <laughs> Why are these guys such a, uh, a hot item in entertainment? Nick, music? I'm trying to uh, fathom that myself because there's no other really hot couple right now. Okay, I think you know a new um, people getting married. A, a, a new, new a new couple. couple. Uh, she's yeah. beautiful. He actually has a a fairly big level of success. Believe it or not, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't dislike either of yeah. them. They they seem like fine people or whatever. I just don't know why they're not a listers in my mind. It's still the post Jumanji glow. I guess so. <laughs> okay. And uh, was he in Jumanji? Yeah, he yeah. was. was. The most he, recent one. Was he at the end? The, he, uh, was, he was stuck in Jumanji. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know who that character. I didn't know that was him. Okay. Uh, anyhow, in photographs from the evening, uh, Chopra is wearing a beaded cream-colored lehenga, a traditional long-embroidered skirt with Your a... Your lehenga is unbuttoned. With a matching... <laughs> with a matching... Would you lo- zip up your lehenga? With a matching long-sleeved uh, cropped blouse paired with a uh, dupata shawl. Okay. Uh, Jonas is wearing a navy tux. <laughs> <Her> wife beater. <laughs> uh, she... 
A white beater in jorts. Uh, she shared insights. In Could her, you dress up? Into her wedding, telling people being able to have uh, two big weddings in India with her closest friends and family was uh, uh, unbelievably special. Do you know the one thing? Uh, well, uh, I cannot, and they were showing this incredible spread of food that they had. Uh, I cannot get into Indian food. And I would, I, you know, Steve, you and I are the same. Yeah, yeah. It's I have not spicy. had enough of it yet. Um, and the reason I haven't is because I don't know what to order. People rave on it. There's there's a, an Indian restaurant nearby that a friend told me is really good. And I just, if I go in, I'm not sure what to get. So. Well, and go to somebody who's been there before and just ask them what, because that, that's yeah. what I had done. Yeah, uh, you want to get the standards. I yeah, like the straws. So, <laughs> but, you Can know, I have your water? Yeah. <laughs> I say it's very spicy, and I don't mean like Ganges? spicy as in like hot spicy. It's just, just a, it's a it's lot of flavor. Very, very, very flavorful. And you know what? Flavor. I think that that's why I don't like it. Like okay. it's it's almost too much for me. But didn't you guys all go to a play, uh, an Indian restaurant in London? No, I wanted to because oh. Indian food is very, very popular yeah. in London and I, I never got around to doing it. But well, the Beatles, you know, and I think it help, aren't they in an Indian restaurant when they, they go into the bathroom? Uh, when Ringo so. has his, almost has his ring sucked into the hand dryer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously they spent a lot of time there with the Maharishi and everything. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but anyhow, uh, that's for another time. Uh, Steve sent me the Seagram's heiress, uh, Claire Bonfman. Bronfman. 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 It's Bronfman. Thank you, Lou. Very helpful today. Very good. He's dying. Claire Bronfman has been uh, quietly paying the legal fees for her of her accused fellow sex cult members, prosecutors claim. This is the Seagram's oh. heiress. Remember this next scene. We haven't talked We're about talking this in a, a while. Multi-billionaire. Big time. Yes. Uh, the leaders, Keith Rainier and his underlings, are being paid from a trust funded mainly by the 39-year-old heiress. Bronfman, Rainier, and others, including one-time Smallville TV actress Allison Mack, are facing racketeering and other charges for running the Albany area group, which allegedly cultivated sex slaves for Rainier. Her financial contributions to all of their cases raise questions because it may subject an attorney to undesirable outside influence and raises an ethical question as to whether the attorney's loyalties are with the client or the person that's paying and for th- it. That's a completely legitimate yeah, yeah. issue. And as I was when I was reading the article, I'm like, yeah, th- so this Nexium cult and this cult um leader has a lot of financial firepower uh, behind him through her. Yep. And how will that affect the outcome of all this? So, Steve, uh, she pled not guilty earlier this year and uh, was released on $100 million bond. Yeah. And made they, it. They, 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 they put that out yeah, there. Yeah. $100 million. She's like, no, I'll cover yeah. that. <laughs> and she's on house arrest million. now. $100 So, one unnamed lawyer paid Bronfman, uh, paid by Bronfman, even went uh, so far as to instruct a witness. I'm called, not licensed in your state, but I'll take this case. <laughs> uh, called to testify before the grand jury to invoke the Fifth Amendment and said that he wouldn't be comfortable representing the witness if she didn't do so, the lawyer explained to witness number one that his fees were being paid for by Claire Bronfman, uh, the filing say, and the attorney told witness number one that he recommended that she take invoke the Fifth Amendment in response to the government's questions in the grand jury. So prosecutors have asked the judge for a hearing on the matter. Uh, he has yet to rule on that. So that I, I'm waiting for this whole thing to to unravel a bit. But it's uh, when it does, you're going to hear some wild stories because yeah. this guy was able to prey upon just the the regular civilian and the wealthy as well. Yeah, yep, you're absolutely correct about that. Uh, let's see what else I got here for you. Uh, a North Carolina animal rescue organization is giving Jeffrey Dean Morgan 
A shout-out. The Walking Dead star is adopting a donkey and an emu uh, who have become best friends. Uh, this is according to Carolina Waterfowl Rescue founder Jennifer Gordon, and their, their names are Jack and Diane. Uh, I don't have an emu, so I'm using an elk. So the, uh, the donkey and the emu, Jack and Diane, uh, reportedly cuddle and sleep together and uh, become... Frantic when they're separated, oh. and uh, Morgan will reportedly. Care. You're in for the, the interspecies. Uh, I love it. The more banging, yeah. Uh, Morgan will reportedly care for them on his farm in the Hudson Valley. So. Uh, were these were they displaced by storms or something, or just just stepping in? They didn't say anything right. about it. So no, this is North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I have no idea what the story is. Yeah, that may have been the case. Is they had the hurricane, right? It's possible. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After losing her 14-year-old cousin to an alleged drunk driver and sharing his story via social media, Modern Family star Sarah Highland is logging off for now. Uh, after receiving serious backlash for requesting help to pay for his funeral expenses and his father's uh, medical issues, uh, she tweeted, uh, You guys finally did it. Your horrible, negative, ignorant words have broken me. Happy, she said, uh, staying offline for a while. I have a special announcement and video releasing on Wednesday, I believe. So there's that. You know, I, I, I'm i a little torn on this. I, I don't think it's any reason to go beating somebody up, especially when they lost a family member. That's horrible. And another one's in critical condition. But then again, there are loads of people who don't have much money who have to pay for I'm right services with you. and yeah. they have to pay for medical uh, emergencies. And I can understand them asking for help. Um, it, 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 it sort of muddies the waters for people who are really without resource. Yeah, but and and if you see this, and I, listen, do I believe that Sarah Hyland has enough money to cover the expenses yeah. for this? Yes, I do. But rather than beat her up about it, what you do is just don't donate. Don't. To it. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, it. It's, it's there's there's no reason to to really kick somebody when they're down. You, that's you, you can you know, ignore it. You can yeah. ignore it. You know, mm, just keep your stupid words to yourself. Yeah. Uh, how about this, man? Anchorman's Ron Burgundy is coming back. Will Ferrell will uh, resurrect one of his classic characters. Uh, for the Ron Burgundy podcast. And Ron first came to life via Pharrell's Anchorman, of course, Legend of Ron Burgundy in 2004. Now that. And his 2013 sequel. So he's going to do a Ron Burgundy podcast. Reading about this, it works. If it's Ron Burgundy, if it's limited, like for like an hour or whatever, yeah. I think, or a half hour. Mm-hmm. And this, but this goes to show you in the world of podcasting, if you really want to get traction, you, he's coming in as Ron Burgundy and Will Ferrell. I mean, he has, you know, there's weight to it now. Yep. And that so he'll get the advertisement and promotion for it. Sure. I mean, but otherwise it's so hard to, you know, to, to get a hit podcast from nowhere. Uh, this could be a lot of fun. So we'll see how that rolls out. Tori Spelling's nanny was served with legal papers in her stead after she answered the door on November 13th. Uh, the blast reports per new court documents it uncovered. TD Bank reportedly informed the court that Spelling was served via her nanny, Rosanna. Uh, and it's unclear if serving Rosanna will suffice. Rosanna? Or if, yeah, or or if spelling will fight it. So I guess they came to serve her, and they felt that it was that she was served, even though it was given to her nanny. Is that legal? I don't think so. I don't think it is. Think you have to serve it to the action. A process server has to serve it directly to the person. Why uh, that's is what that? I've always believed. I don't get it. I don't because understand. that Are you is sure. I thought if <clears throat> I think maybe if somebody just receives it. 
that's the confirmation. Well, do you remember like like uh, it was Eddie Griffin, the, the comedian, was actually on stage and the process server went up and, and handed it to <laughs> him? To yeah. So, I mean, they go to great lengths to make sure that the recipient actually right. takes. Uh, but I don't know, Kathy, maybe you're right. Yeah. In addition to owing TD Bank uh, $1,400 and 24 cents, uh, she has also <sighs> been hit with charges of $338,000 in taxes and $220,000 in outstanding bank loans. And there's... Candy spelling, her mother, yep. who's got an entire room that's the size of most of our houses, dedicated to gift wrapping. Yes, Kathy's dream. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. By the way, I have um, I have a picture that one day I want to have. Oh, really? Of the gift wrapping, the gift room. wrapping room. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's like little ribbons that just pull off the wall. Oh, oh it's so easy. actually, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, my wife has a little gift wrapping caddy that she uses. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Totally. Oh my god, I love rapping. Do you know? Oh she, my god! Not to go off on it on a, on a oh. tangent here, Kathy, but do you know what Claire does? Which is very cool. She takes the pictures that are hanging in the house, yeah, and she wraps them like gifts. Oh, so it looks like there's a gift there's hanging gift, on gifts your gifts wall. Hang, That's yes. so Oh my God! I'll show you a picture. Preston, don't even. You did something super cute yesterday. Did you like it? You didn't indicate did. if you liked it. Or oh, not. I didn't respond. I thought I responded back. Yes. You, yeah, you, you just wrote, "Aha, thanks." You oh, like no, that. no, I you like didn't, it. You didn't write that. Was so cute. Super cute. I'm sorry. I'll, t- what I'll is write it? it now. Did you send it to me? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did. Or is it a girly? Thing? No, he just sent it to me. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys know? You know what ornamental grasses it's not are? Not a dump, right? No. Do you know what ornamental grasses are? <laughs> yes. No. Okay, so they grow. They go really big. They grow like six feet tall. I'm a big fan. Okay, yeah, they look cool, right? Yeah, yeah, in the summertime, yeah. they, they're really beautiful. But in the winter, they turn, you know, like this yellowish color. You clip yeah. them down. And you got to clip them down. Well, before you clip them down. Okay. Okay. You take a uh, like some twine and you wrap it around and and it kind of bunches it together, and then you put some red ribbon around it and a big red bow. Looks on, like a gift. And uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I should show the uh, Kathy your picture. a picture of it. Oh, I have ornamental grass. Yeah. Yes, that, that looks yeah. nice. Thank you. And okay. Preston, let me just clarify: <clears throat> the aha thanks came with three exclamation points. Oh, that means I loved it. Oh, wait, yeah, let me let me wait that. a second. No uh, emojis? No, because uh, I think I can be <clears throat> I can I can add credence to your case. You should Preston. include an emoji for actual emotion. Because right. I sent something directly to Kathy. I was another. It was a Christmas decoration. Preston, did you put I lights think you on gave there? Me, yes. See here's here she writes. What, uh, what yes, I... you wrote, yes, love it, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, you five? got five? And then you, you, know, oh, so you got eight pulled oh, out. Steve, you just threw me under the bus. I'm sorry. I just want I don't. I don't like living in a world of lies. <laughs> I'm not going to share my crap <laughs> ideas Listen, with it was, you any longer. His Christmas decorations were five exclamation points. Oh, Your no. ornamental grass was yeah. three. It was, listen... <laughs> Your string around grass gets <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. I'll try harder, or I just won't send you me. anything. I can help more. you out, buddy. One of the two. If you want to put some lights in it, I'll come over. No, 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 no. No lights? Mine's just creative. That's all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, moving along. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, sort no, of. Nomadic <laughs> and VR Works are teaming up to develop a virtual reality experience based on Paramount Pictures' Mission Impossible franchise. Oh. The location-based theme park-like game is scheduled to open next spring in Orlando. I would do that. The co-partner for uh, VR Works says this tactile experience empowers the consumer to feel like an agent. He said they're in this environment, physically touching items. They believe they're moving through this destination, and that's what's exciting to us. All right, so I was reading an article, Preston, about a VR experience just like this based on a Christmas carol. 
Okay. So you're going around the haunted world. And what happens is as you're moving around, actors wearing motion capture suits will come up. And so you're seeing them as Ebenezer Scrooge, but right. it's just a guy in like a, a green suit. Yeah. But but you you will touch them. There will be actual physical things in the room that you're interacting with, but it's massively enhanced right. with the VR. It looks wild. Yeah. So as opposed to you know being in a in a real environment and seeing some props and so forth with the. VR, they can make really grandiose, yes, awesome, huge effects within that. So that'd be cool. I would love to try something out like that. I, I've I've put the I've done the VR thing before, but not with uh, environments where you can touch physically touch things in the room and so forth and be guided around. Since you're doing the game stuff, maybe for this holiday, maybe get yourself uh, this. Just get the PlayStation VR hookup, yeah. and get uh, Resident Evil. Okay. In 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 VR, it'll it'll rock your world. Is this right. scary? Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, scary. scary. I want like those very Casey. Yeah. You will hear a sound, and the difference is in this: you turn around and look down the hallway. I won't look down the yeah. hallway. I'll be like, all right, I know you're behind and me. And then you you hear like you know scurrying around the room, and when you look over, yes. you, you will look and you will see. I will not see my eyes. And they will, they'll come running at you in the dark. No. Yeah. No, nope. kind of defeats the VR thing. Yep. If your eyes are closed, yep. yeah, you put your hands over the mask you know? and turn down the volume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyhow, they're doing this uh, this game. It's uh, Mission Impossible, uh, the Mission Impossible franchise. So, did you see the re- most recent? No, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. I haven't good. seen the last few of them. They're I, they're really. Good. I I think you'd like them. I mean, you know, Cruz just when he does these things, he's all in. And Steve, how great is Henry Cable? Unbelievable. In, in Fallout. Nice. All right, one last story. Uh, The words in the first trailer for the remake of the classic Watership Down are ambiguous. It says, when they catch you, they will kill you. But first, they must catch you. Uh, The Netflix and BBC One co-production follows a band of rabbits on their flight from man. Did anybody read Watership Down? I did years ago. And I remember really, really loving it. Okay, I'm looking for something to read. uh, It's emotional, though. Yeah. Uh, the series will air around Christmas. Stars uh, James McAvoy, Nicholas Holt, Ben Kingsley, John Boyega, and many, many others. So what we're looking at right here, they, they had an animated movie. The animation was not all that good. It was okay. And it was a decent movie. Uh, what I'm seeing here looks pretty intriguing. Yeah, the animation is better. It's it's still, a, I, I watched the trailer. It's, yeah. it's a little bit, looks a little bit dated, but maybe they were doing that on purpose. I'm not sure. So you guys know that I'm friends with Jane McAvoy's um, girlfriend. And yes. I was actually talking to her about this. I did she, not know that. Yeah, and she said that she that they were, he was like a little bit iffy on it. And then I guess got the script and, and you know, learned more about it and was very excited after they filmed it. Cool. Think we can get a call from him uh, talking about it? Listen, he, they, he actually tried to um, come when we were in London tried to come out but he had his son that day and they had uh, to kind of uh, do a little finagling. Do you comment so he... on his Christmas decorations as well? Or no? <laughs> he gets like 10 exclamation yeah, yeah, yeah. points. Okay. And, and international <laughs> symbols too. Uh, let's do clips. Okay. <laughs> right there for you. Okay. Alright so Riverdale season 3. Right up has uh, taken interesting twists and turns like flashback episodes featuring the gang's parents to this week's episode featuring Jughead's never-before-seen mother. Uh, In this clip, uh, Camilla Mendez talks about finding work before Riverdale got big. I think there was, like, an idea that, oh, this show could be something really special, but you never know. But at the end of the day, like, we all became so close because we were all going through the exact same thing. I want to see you naked. Uh, new episode airs tonight, 8 o'clock on CW. Uh, do you know who she plays, Steve? Uh, yeah, she's uh, Veronica. Oh, 
She's my favorite. She's gorgeous. Camila Mendez. And right. uh, so Jughead's mother? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's do the next clip. Uh, Chicago Fire airs its season seven finale tonight after several heart-wrenching episodes with recurring characters leaving the show. Here, uh, Eamon Walker... Oh, no, he's leaving! ...explains the cast's connection to the real-life firefighters of Chicago. So Steve Cigarotis, in the very beginning, saw just a bunch of actors given to him by Dick Wolf, and he had to train us into firefighters. But what he did is he imbued us with his love and heart in Chicago Fire Department, and we now will hold that. So we now feel the honor of what it is. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> I can't understand his thick Chicago accent. Uh, Chicago <laughs> Fire airs on uh, NBC. It says airs on the NBC tonight. It, uh, night. airs on the NBC. Uh, tonight at 9 p.m. It's uh, ABBA Entertainment News. Uh, all right, and uh, that's what I got for you this morning in uh, the Entertainment Report. Okay, so... A couple of things that I did not mention at the top. Uh, do we have a secret text word today? It's Wednesday. We Ooh. do. Okay. We do. do we know what the prize is? Yes, it's up there. It's up All right. There. So two things I want to make you aware of. Two different chances for you to win today. Uh, for the secret text word, we have a four-pack of tickets to the Philadelphia Wings lacrosse home opener. Uh, this will be on Saturday, December 15th. They're playing uh, the Buffalo Bandits. So text word secret at 39333, and we will bounce back a word for you later. I'll ask you to call in with that word. Designated caller is going to win those tickets, and we'll also grab a random texture as well. Now, another prize that we have to give away. This is last minute, and... Uh, very, very important for you to be f- available to win this particular prize. And we're going to do an emoji code, hence the uh, music here. But we have a trip for four to the premiere of Bumblebee. Now, here, here's the deal. It's this Sunday Whoa. in Hollywood, California at the TCL Chinese Theater. When do they fly out? That's what I need to know. Okay, so it says the, the, the dates of the trip are Saturday, this Saturday through the 10th. Go, you, honestly, if you've never done anything like this, it's something you'll talk about forever. It's so, so yeah, it's a quick trip out, a quick turnaround. Yeah. But, man, they jam your time there with a whole bunch of stuff. So, essentially, you're going to need Monday off. You need Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yes. In order to uh, to go on this trip. So, keep that in mind. In, it's a trip for four. So, all four of you need to have yes. those dates off. You have to be at least 21 in order to win. Now, we have a... An emoji code, it's a pretty easy one. I came up with it this time. I'm not real real creative, so it's simple for you to figure it out. Uh, But all you have to do is go to all of our social media accounts, and you will see the emoji code. Crack the code, and then listen to us. We will ask for you to call in the the designated caller that has the emoji code cracked. Will win the prize. So that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or PrestonSteve.com that you can check out the emoji code. Yes, Casey. And by the way, I mean, like, time is of the essence here. We need to get this information to, like, the you know, the travel uh, <laughs> company and all that by 11 o'clock today. Are you so, serious? Yes. yes. So just go for it. So here's the deal. Yeah. You need all four people's information? Yeah. Oh, my God. But, oh. it, I mean, it's so cool. Yeah. It, it's incredibly cool. So... Call around, find you and three other people that are free, or maybe have the whole family that you can take along. And it's four round trip airline tickets, two nights hotel stay, admission for four to the premier Bumblebee, five hundred dollar Visa gift card for ground transportation, sightseeing, and, and uh, meals. So this is a really cool prize that we have to give away. And Bumblebee hits theaters nationwide on December twenty first. Don't call right now. The phone lines are all lit up. You got to go to our social media accounts and you got to look at the emoji code and you got to crack it. But keep in mind, please don't enter unless you can really, really go on this trip. We don't want this thing to go to waste. Exactly. And we got to. We, we, you know what? We'll, 
Let's get the winner a little bit on the early side okay. today uh, so Ooh. that they have time to get all the information. Yes, I agree. So do it now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Stay with us this morning. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We have an emoji code set up. Your chance to win a trip. This is very, very last minute. A trip for four to the premiere of Bumblebee this Sunday, December 9th in Hollywood. So the travel time is leaving Saturday, returning Monday. And this includes four round-trip airline tickets, two nights hotel stay, admission to four the, uh, for the premier Bumblebee, and a $500 Visa gift card for ground transportation, sightseeing, and meals, and all that stuff. So there, you need four people available to travel Saturday through Monday. And all the information needs to be gathered by 11 a.m., so this is very, very last minute, but it's a really cool trip, and we're sorry to spring it on you like this, but we can't not give this no, away. No, we have to make sure that you get it. It's, it's too cool. And what they do, Preston, when they get you out there, they take really good care of they you. They do. So the emoji code is set up. You will find the series of emojis that we have. They spell out a phrase. Go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or com. any of our accounts. Decipher that. Later on this morning, we'll ask you to call in our designated caller that cracks the code correctly. Will win the trip. This is an easy one, by yes, the way. Yes, it is. Yep. So listen up for your chance, but you've got to be able to uh, to crack the code, and you have to be available to travel uh, right away. So keep that in mind. All right, we'd love for you to win this. Uh, great news this morning. GQ Magazine has named Philadelphia the city of the year. How about yeah. that? Yeah. This comes after we've been on the air for 20 years. Yep. I don't ever remember a good article about Philadelphia. This not, is awesome. Not ranking us as a number one. Unless we're stupid, fat, and lazy. I mean, it's usually, yeah. I, I remember in the early days of the show, we got that, that moniker, the fattest city in the country. A couple of times. Which, I forgot which uh, publication came up with that. We've had worst fans. We've had all kinds of stuff. We've yeah. Had, you know, high crime, poverty. They eat horse poop. Finally, we get a good one, and yeah. it's uh, it's really cool. So it's in the December issue of GQ magazine, and GQ's a legit mag, so it's not like it's in highlights. No, you're you're correct yeah. about that. And so the um, the writer is a guy named Zach Barron, uh, and he is from Germantown, so he's okay. he's a local guy. So he he's got you know a little motivation, but he wouldn't put it out there if. The editors in the magazine didn't agree that that's legitimate. They would review it, they would vet it, and they would shoot it down if it seemed to be mm-hmm. poppycock. Okay, yep. do who they? Who was the city of the year last year? Like, is this something that they do every year? Or? That is a good question. One I did not look into. I don't know if they name a city every year or as the city of the year. Maybe they need to be so moved by the excellence of a particular city that they just have to go with that. Yeah. It's not a consistent thing. It's titled "Philly is Special." Uh, and he says that uh, Philly is a model city with a Super Bowl winning team, NFL team, and a new radical political class. Uh, he's from Germantown. He writes it in 2018. I'll read you the article. It's it's only like a, a short two-page thing. A lot of it has interviews. It says, he writes, uh, Eagle players became activists speaking out about the flawed criminal justice system. Uh, Donald Trump disinvited the team uh, from... Uh, visiting the White House out of spite. Our Mayor Jim Kenney then called our president a fragile egomaniac obsessed with crowd size. Our recently elected District Attorney Larry Krasner is the most progressive DA in the entire country. Our restaurants now regularly grace Bon Appetit's best new restaurants list. Will Smith joined Instagram and immediately became incredible at it. 
And he wrote, you don't have to sell your plasma or your soul to afford an apartment in the city. It just feels different in Philadelphia these days. Downright victorious, even, he writes. Now, it's filled with some interviews from uh, Eagle Safety Malcolm Jenkins, rapper Meek Mill, District Attorney Larry Krasner, and uh, South Philly uh, barbacoa chef and co-owner Christina Martinez. Oh, yeah, that's the one I brought up a couple of weeks ago, uh, that place that was on that TV show on Netflix. It was season five, episode oh. one or whatever. We, we were talking about barbacoa. I remember you mentioning yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. What did you say that was awesome about it? Uh, it just looks incredible, and her story is a really compelling one, and um, it's... Uh, uh, does it say the name of the show, Preston, on that uh, in the uh, piece you're reading right there? No. Okay. It does not. Uh, Jenkins said that he thinks that uh, Eagles fans, this is Malcolm Jenkins saying that he thinks uh, Eagles fans are no worse than his own father, who isn't scared to criticize him after he misses tackles. Krasner said that Philly is fertile ground right now for criminal justice reform for a lot of reasons, and one reason is, frankly, the past of going the wrong direction for so long. Meek Mill talked about the support he felt while watching the Eagles walk on the field to his uh, uh, to his song Dreams and Nightmares during the Super Bowl at the time he was in jail. And finally, Martinez said that one of her favorite things about Philadelphia is how attentive people are and that her restaurant has had an impact not only on the Latino community, but all the restaurants in the city. So is there more about just the gen- genuine quality of life here? And a lot of it has to do on, on the political side, but like besides like restaurants or things well, yeah, to they, visit. They had mentioned the restaurants yeah. uh, that now being regularly mentioned in uh, Bon Appetit magazine. Okay, and, so, yeah. and parks uh, and radio shows. <laughs> none, none of that, I don't Son think. Son of a bitch. I didn't read the entire article. This is from uh, Philly Mag. They they condensed right. a little bit, and I, I don't think they'd you know, reprint the entire article, but I would like to read the whole thing. Uh, Gritty is mentioned. Uh, yeah, I think, that was one of them. At one point, because... It got national exposure yeah. when he when he came out. And they, at first mocked and now loved. Did they mention the radio show that helped turn the tide on Gritty? I don't know. There's a full page article on that. Oh, Steve. that would have been nice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is I don't cool. mind if you lie to me. It just makes me feel better. So, with that said, if it's city of the year, not just the city, you know what? What in the past year? Can you Besides think of, the Super Bowl, I mean, I, and, I'm and, thinking the big events that we've hosted. Well, I mean, listen, you got the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl parade, the uh, radio let's, stations. Let, let's not forget that uh, Villanova also won the NCAA yeah. championship. How about that? You that know, got, so that got passed over like Fredo. You know, uh, yeah, last he's time. smart. Yeah. I, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't really know. Sports sort of dictates the successes of the city, yeah, right? right? And so, right. so like <laughs> Cleveland for the longest time. You know, up until the Cavaliers won the championship a couple of years ago, they were a sad city. Detroit is kind of like the same thing. Like you just you you want like something like a win for them, and and unfortunately, it, it, it goes by. Um, it, it goes by the successes of of sports teams. Would a you lot agree though that outside of the sports, I mean, with with just different events that are that are held and and, and concerts and and. Uh, well, all right, so it, we it, have, okay. I'm sorry to jump in. It it depends on, I mean, listen, there are very few cities in, in our country that have something to really uh, crow about other than their sports team. Yeah. You have Los Angeles and you have New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got their thing. They've got Hollywood and all of its glory, and, and the same thing in New York. You have all these 
uh, musicians and actors. Regis Philbin. Regis is a huge <laughs> he part lives of the there. success of New York yeah, City. Yeah. No, but but I mean, those things are dominated by celebrities the bookends. And, You're right. and the performing arts. Right, right. Elsewhere, it's it's very light. Now, cities like Atlanta have started to have more of that take place. So if I think like things like like the, as things done like the beer uh, festival or, or, or all, all of these things that, that made in America, those made in America, these things that enhance there's always something going on, and as opposed to your L.A. and your right. New York, we can actually get to them and enjoy them. Those are great, but I think you have to have an explosion. And by that, I don't mean a building blowing up. Oh, no. no. No, by that, I mean... Look Look at Seattle. Do you remember when Seattle took off? Yes. Grunge, Grunge. the music, it, ex- it became a hub. It became, And then you had things that were residual, like the whole coffee thing, and all that became known in that area, the too. The coffee pipeline. So uh, I, I think you have to have something. I, I think that sports is important, but very rarely does a city have a, a level of fame outside of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Maybe so, something. So if, 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 a, if a city specifically has like two major sports teams hit a championship, they're on fire. They're absolutely on fire. What about yep. a city that a city that has a like a standout morning show? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I, I know your hand is up. I have a question about Seattle for you because I've never been there. Rainier, can you see that from the city of Seattle? Yeah, on a clear day. Okay, so you don't. Like, have that in Philadelphia. Yes, like you, we you, can see Rainier from my you house. Can, <laughs> you can, um, you so, can see the antenna farm right down. You can see the antenna farm. Yeah. So it's not like. But that's not. That's just. It was there. Yeah. God put that there. The God. antenna farm. <laughs> that's our Rainier. <laughs> yeah, but like in, you know, and like. Oh, that's great. I feel like New Jersey, you guys got to up your game, right? Like You need so, a mountain. Well, no, you, you need to give us something to look at, right? Oh. You, you, you've given us nothing to look at. You know what they're at. doing? They're looking at us going, you need to give us something to look at. We the do. Skyline. They look see at the, the skyline. The beautiful skyline. And, like, uh, you know, you, you go up and down the river in well, New the Jersey. Battle. They got yeah, the yeah. battleship. Right, exactly. Exactactamundo. Yeah, that's kind of exactly it. Like, yeah. just that, like, one little pie. You got a battleship. They uh, got Mount Fuji. A, a defunct baseball stadium. And then the BB&T Pavilion. And then, like, that's kind of it. I yeah. mean, it's looking better. Yeah, it's getting all right. Baby, yeah. baby steps. Yeah, once baby. they started dusting. And uh, <laughs> side note: Seattle's getting an NHL team in a couple of seasons. Yeah, as well. yeah. Uh, the two things that I were going to say, I was going to say about Philadelphia over the last year, or and then coming up at the beginning of next year, is that two pretty impressive uh, film franchises, Creed with Creed and Creed Two, and then uh, Glass is coming out. Glass, right? That's what it's yes. called. Yeah, yeah that's so, the third in the series. So Shyamalan and Stallone, I think, have really done a nice job at making the city look great. And these are really good movies. That it's it's not Mannequin. No disrespect to Mannequin, but like these are movies that are solid franchises with really incredible actors. That well, and I think that that helps. Stallone's directing Mannequin. Three. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I would still like to see if you're going to talk about films uh, in Philadelphia. Um, most of it does kind of delve into that gritty side. Gritty, True. gritty. Hey, hey. <laughs> The gritty side of the city, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I mean, uh, you, you take the uh, this glass. Uh, uh, oh, I guess with the the, the trilogy, if you will. Yes. Um, a lot of that does focus in kind of darker, seedier, yeah. darker yeah. territory, melodramatic. And, and Creed is working class, which is great. Yep. And that's wonderful, and that's what the the heartbeat of the city is. But I would like to see a a, a, a well, Armadia, a more polished side of of, of Philadelphia, like Philadelphia side. story. Yeah. Uh, which was in the 40s, right? What you're saying is something that presents the city. I get you, and I think they're missing something, totally. Every Wednesday, the Goldbergs 
features. I mean, that, yeah. that is a highlight of uh, Philadelphia. And, and Schooled, which is coming out. And schooled as well. By the way, I place. just got an email. Adam Goldberg is going to call us this morning. Yes! At love, nine at 9.30. That's that awesome man. because on tonight's episode, and we'll expand a little bit more on it when we talk to him, is uh, all focused around pulsations. <laughs> and did you flat out give him the idea for that show, or was it just the robot? I, I may, I don't know. I'm surprised with how quick the turnaround is on, on being able to write and produce yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I know that I brought it up. I don't know if it was one of those things that they had already been uh, mulling I will, over. I will say this because I remember how it went down. Yeah. If it was a seed in his mind, you brought it up and massaged it along dramatically. And then as we had our conversation when he had the realization that Pulsar mm. was still in existence, right. I think propelled it along much quicker. So, so in, in, that is why, um, the, you know, uh, I think the episode exists. Okay. Yeah, I was actually posted the audio yesterday on our website, and it, I was listening to it, and he said, uh, he was like, what was that club? I can't remember it. I've been, like, asking all these people in L.A., and in, like, three seconds, we were all, like, pulsations. Okay. And then he was off and running, and right? Boom. Yeah. All right, so like, we were the Miraclegro. Yes, yes, right? the actual super fertilizer mm-hmm. that got that thing going. So, oh, well, that's on tonight. That's yep. cool. Yeah, and so every every Wednesday, and now it's in syndication. Yes. So Philadelphia is is, well, is highlighted. I just think from my perspective, as as someone who lived in New York earlier on in my life, uh, Philadelphia is, is a much more vibrant, much more usable. Around the holidays, Kathy's uh, Christmas uh, winter activities list, there's a lot to do in this. I think there's... There seems to be so much more that you can take advantage of and so much more going on. People always point to Manhattan or L.A. or whatever. It's a bunch of crap. You can't get to any of that stuff. All right. I want to go. I want to key off a couple of texts here. Casey. <laughs> I, I see there's them. some people that are ripping on you to lay off Jersey. What Casey's saying is just a, a something to view from the Philadelphia, from the Pennsylvania side of the river. That's yeah. all he's saying. Skyline. He just says if you could, if you could get a mountain. Because yeah, people, you, well, people are saying we got the shore and 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 I know, right. Casey, you're an asshat and blah blah blah. <laughs> he's just saying it would be nice to look across from this side and see a beautiful view as as well because it's because Philadelphia has a beautiful skyline. I get, I get what you're yeah. saying. I'm not crapping. I married a Jersey now, girl. I love the Jersey Shore. Somebody asked uh, if in this article about how great Philadelphia is, do they mention the Eyebrow King? Oh, <laughs> they should. He's not from No, he's not from here. He comes to, where does he come from? New York, I right? Th- no, no, I think he is from like Baltimore area. Oh, please. But he, listen. I'm from Baltimore. Yeah. Everyone knows where the Eyebrow King comes from. <laughs> I come into town once a month. My, my clients uh, include Kathy Romano. <laughs> And that is a lot of work uh, with pe- those eyebrows. <laughs> people are Be also nice, or else he's going to wax my whole eyebrow off. People are also pointing out it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That has been that has been <laughs> highlighting this area for a long time. Yeah. Well, listen, yes, you're right. You're, yet another uh, that takes a less than than uh, favorable view of. The the city of Philadelphia, but it's and all I'll take it. Cheek. I oh, love totally. that. I love me? that. In fact, I love that the perception is. If people perceive Philadelphia as that way, that's okay. If they, mm-hmm. if we're a little sociopathic in their eyes, so be it. Marissa, I think we have to embrace it because when we were overseas and anywhere I've ever traveled to, if you say Philadelphia, that is the only thing that they think of. Is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Really, that it used to be like rocky, believe, right? Mm-hmm. 
our city is like. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it. I uh, I kind of fell off the sunny wagon for a few seasons, and then um, over Thanksgiving watched a bunch in a row. That show is still incredibly sharp and funny and depraved. So if you're not watching it, um, try it again. Oh man, it, one of the best so episodes of this season uh, so far. Uh, well, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the season wrapped yet. up, but their their Me Too episode mm. was freaking hilarious. And the bathroom. <laughs> There's a text that says, uh, if we get a skyline, you think we might get more effing ticket raids? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Talk to your local council about that. Uh, what, so, yeah, so 2018, uh, you know, I mean, besides... The year of 2018. Well, for, for Philadelphia being named City of the Year. Yeah. I mean, that's the moniker, the year. It's been great What did we year. do? <laughs> besides the, the Super Bowl... Anything that stands out to you guys I mean, in particular? They're, they're they're building the brand new uh, tower there. Like I just, I'm, I'm thinking of yeah, the city the proper. Tower. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about? Uh, listen, if you want to see, I would say that the Super Bowl celebration. What uh, Preston is? We were up there on the balcony watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. We were hard pressed to think of a city that was that's laid out in a way that could celebrate the way Philadelphia did. Uh, as far as the way it looked, and the everything. way it looked, yeah, the yeah, expanse, the, the parkway's perfect. The parkway, perfect. I think that's unique. I yeah. don't, uh, I don't want to toot our own horn too much, but um, the largest food drive in the country and the second largest blood drive in the country, yeah, from I mean, a notable morning show. Well, listen, and Steve, you say it all the time. Uh, none of those things would happen without uh, our listeners. Exactly, that was, that was him tooting his own horn. Uh, <laughs> Well, listen, they, they do mention the sense of community as well in, in the article, and I think that speaks directly to... We're uh, a community of people yeah. who pulled together to take care of Pulsar. <laughs> yes. All right, so the Eagles played Monday Night Football, which is a nationally televised game, and whenever they do these nationally televised games, they always hit the same things, right? And it's like, all right, we're going we're gonna to do a close-up shot of the, the Liberty Bell, Bell and... Cheese steaks. Uh, yeah, cheese steaks. They'll, they'll do um, a shot at Pats and Geno. Jason Witten's going to make a moronic comment. And, and I love, uh, Nick, you would put something up on Twitter about that. And, and I love that, uh, A, that you said it, that it came from you. But it was it was well written. And, you know, some of these uh, uh, digs on Philadelphia are, are old and tired. And, and he actually got his, his dig wrong. All right? We didn't, you know, so if you want to read that, Preston, it's uh, it's Nick pretty Nick pretty insightful commentary there, Jason Witten, bringing up how Philly fans are so passionate that they booed Santa Claus, except uh, that tired and lazy storyline is supposed to be they threw snowballs at Santa. Uh, you're so weak, you can't even get your pathetic insults correct. It took him five minutes into the game to uh, drag out a lazy and tired storyline, and, and it, it kind of took exception to it. And I'm not normally one to tweet at national announcers. I think most of the most of the time they do a pretty good job, but Witten is terrible, and I wanted to call him out on it. <laughs> but they had a new uh, f- um, uh, shot of Philadelphia that uh, I, I want to say is fairly new, and Nick Murphy just left, so he can't really speak on it, but South Philly, they had that uh, 13th Street, yeah. which is all lit up now, and the neighbors get all into it and everything. Isn't that, that awesome? Yes. It looks yeah. gorgeous. And when we were in London, they have... Um, that, which and is I wish, a suburb of Philadelphia. No, but they had that. <laughs> it's not a suburb. Oh. But they have that, that whole area that is, like, for Christmas is lit up and everything. Yeah. I would love to see more of that in Philadelphia. Uh, Marissa just scowled when you said the 13th Street thing. No, no, I was just saying it's called the Miracle on 13th Street, and I'm super excited that it's highlighted because it's a really cool feature in the city in, like, South Philadelphia, Passion area. Uh, when I was coming into the city in our last break, uh, in our, our um, um, when did we take our vacation? When was it? 
Over uh, Thanksgiving? Over Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was, well, no. Anyway, I, I came down Broad Street. Lou Ferrigno. I, I haven't driven all the way down Broad Street in a long time, and they had a, a lot of really cool stuff lit up along the way that I hadn't seen in a bit, Marissa. Did you see the lightsabers on North Broad Street? <clears throat> um, yeah. Are they the... the um, the, the giant poles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right near like where the Met is yeah. and Osteria and all that towards Temple. Yep. Um away in the other side. They look like lightsabers down yeah. the middle of Broad Street. I want to see that. There's that so much cool. like Kathy's thing that she talked about with the uh the the, the, tr- the trolley that goes around to all the different yeah, locations. It goes down thirteenth. You, you can spend all the time in the city just seeing all this wonderful winter stuff. And that used to be okay, well you gotta go to Rockefeller Center, you gotta go to New York. I'll I'll say this. You know, uh we're 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 certainly com- competitive and in many ways better. I, th- I think I'm doing that. Oh, <laughs> Did you just go <laughs> You just raspberry. Yeah. Wow. Well, who, who was it? The mayor who said uh, that their, their tree, uh, up uh, the Rockefeller Center tree, had to be uh, like sort of reconstructed to, for maximum presentation, whereas our tree out is is fully intact. See that? Oh my god. <laughs> The tree does look pretty cool. I went down to the Christmas Village. It's a good tree. Uh, when I was down for the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade and walked around. That's the first time I've actually been down. For I'm usually never in the city around Christmas or, or Thanksgiving Christmas through the holidays. You're a mountain season. man. It was beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. It was really cool. So anyhow, we now have the moniker of uh, the, what is it, the official label here. It is the City of the Year. City of the Year. From uh, GQ Magazine. That's pretty cool, man. And by the way. I was happy to hear that this To the morning. Jersey thing, Preston. I think Jersey takes ownership of, of Philadelphia as well. We're, we're, I think we're all in this together because it, it's a, it's part of the deal, man. Yeah. yeah. I, listen, Jersey is the same thing as Delco, Boxco, Monco. Like, we're all Philadelphia, We man. use their aquarium. Yeah. It's the least we can do. Do, do uh, <laughs> Does it work that way in New York right across the river and uh, uh, or right across the, the, the water in Jersey? Those people that live right there and, you know, like uh, Newark and, and, yes, and they, Jersey City, they, they consider, like they consider they themselves consider New York, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where, yeah. you know, their football teams play in New Jersey. Again, you know, not to go back to sports or whatever, but, you know, if you identify with a New York sports franchise, right. then then yeah, right. I, I, I and and even um, like Connecticut parts of uh, Lower Connecticut um, identify more with New York than they would with New England. Yeah, all right, cool, man. Well, listen, it's uh, it's finally the current uh, issue of GQ magazine. Uh, it is titled "Philly is Special" and it's by writer Zach. Baron and calls Philly a model city, which is uh, very cool. It's nice to have some positive press this time around. All right, uh, we will we will take a break. <laughs> and uh, you said we're going to have Adam Goldberg around nine o'clock, around well? nine thirty. Okay, yes. nine thirty. Yes. Love awesome. it. I would like to give away some movie passes. We have a screening on Sunday. It's a very rare Sunday morning screening that we have. A movie that is highly rated at this point, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so it'll be 11 a.m. on Sunday at the UA Riverview. And if you want to go, be one of the next five callers at 215-263-WMMR. We will happily give you some tickets to go see the movie. We'll be back in a moment. Got some bizarre file stories. And we're going to pop in with Fox Good Day when we return. Stay with us. From all of us at WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show, we are so grateful to everyone who helped out with Camp Out this year. Thanks for every donation, large and small, benefiting our neighbors in need. This year, total for Camp Out for Hunger that you brought in, $1.826 million. Holy hell! 
Camp Out would not be possible without the generosity of you, our great friends and listeners, and our partners. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. I would like to give some love to South Bowl in South Philly. And, in fact, the 2018 Bud Light Philly Philly Tour is taking over South Bowl tomorrow night from 7 to 9 p.m. And Marissa Magnata is going to be there. Uh, they're at nor- uh, 19 East Oregon Avenue. And you can visit WMMR.com slash Philly Philly uh, to learn more about it. But uh, they're going to have your chance to come by and take advantage of $3 Bud Light drafts. You can enter to win Eagles, uh, Texans tickets. Wow. And an autographed uh, JHI Jersey and Corey Clement football, courtesy of Bud Light, which is pretty cool. They brought my food. I haven't. Uh, I'm smelling it. I haven't I gotten smell into it. it. So they brought to, they brought original tots. They brought to, listen to this Brussels sprouts with malt vinegar, pistachio, smoked salt, and pomegranate. Ooh. Shut the hell up! I am all over that. Uh, the farmer's basket, which is a new menu item that shaved Brussels sprouts, black kale, dried blueberries, roasted Ooh. walnuts, tomato parmesan, peppercorn dressing, and crispy cheese. Barecas? Barecas. I don't know what that is. Me neither. How do you spell it? Uh, it's like Snickers. B-O-R-E-K-A-S. Snickers. Snickers. Uh, B-O-R-E-K-A-S. And they have OG Mac, Korean fried chicken tacos. Dear God. You had me a tot. Uh, uh, South Bowl sliders, which are mini cheeseburgers served in their not-so-special sauce. So everyone is raving about the food. I can't wait to try it. Uh, what is a borek? It is a family of baked filled pastries made of a thin flaky dough now known as phyllo. So it's oh, I, I guess phyllo, somewhat okay. similar to baklava, but not dessert. I am interested. That type of uh, pastry. Uh, Okay, these are crispy cheese barricas. All right, anyhow, uh, Marissa, tomorrow, 7 to 9, make sure that you join her. Hey, I want to mention, do I have any official information? Yes, I do. Um, About our uh, Alexa skill. They call these things skills. You know what? I should say Echo instead of the other name because I'll be triggering. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't that be terrible if you activated us on all sorts of devices around Philadelphia? It would be horrible, (laughs) wouldn't it? Uh, But your Amazon Amazon Echo, uh, there's a skill on there. And, well, I have to say it. Say it. Make sure you enable the MMR skill by saying, Alexa, enable MMR. Preston, did you just say, Alexa, enable MMR? did, and then you get easy access to MMR's live stream, and uh, the president, Steve, uh, they, they put the show on there, and uh, Bizarre File podcast, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So that's how you set it up. I listen to the uh, station now, all the time when, on the Echo. When you do, when you already have it set up, then you just say, uh, Alexa, open MMR. Open. You right. don't say play, you say open MMR. That is correct, but to enable it, you say, Alexa, enable MMR. And look, I've already started it for you. <laughs> how about that? Just hold, yeah. You take it from there and it's so it's so easy and you're good to go so but you can catch the uh the bizarre file podcast and uh the stream the show and all that stuff. do you know how many people came up to uh me during the camp out for hunger and uh, they love that that breakout of the pod of the uh, bizarre files from the pod they, they love uh, uh, accessing those files i just hit my microphone i'm so excited yeah we're enjoying that feature of yeah. the isolated bizarre files yeah it's all good so check that out please all right let's do the bizarre file no. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Heritage Business Systems. The document imaging equipment solution is Heritage Business Systems. Service, satisfaction, reliability. That's Heritage Business Systems, your authorized Canon copier dealer. A Pennsylvania woman who killed her much smaller boyfriend by crushing him to death has pleaded guilty to third-degree murder. Uh, Wendy Thomas avoided a potentially longer prison sentence and other charges of assault and endangerment for the murder of Keno Butler at their home in Erie, Pennsylvania. 
Uh, and this is according to the court-appointed attorney, Mark DeLuca. He said that uh, it's a good result based upon the facts of the case. I think that it's fair for both sides. Jeez. He recommended the sentence drops from 20 to 40 years in prison down to 18 to 36 years as a result of the deal. At the time of the murder, Thomas allegedly told police that she had been drinking and looking to purchase crack cocaine. It was then she got into the altercation with Kino. Thomas, weighing over 300 pounds, initially attacked her 120-pound boyfriend with a knife, stabbing him in the hand before bludgeoning him with a table leg. She ripped a table leg off. And it was then that she smothered her victim by sitting on his chest. Killed him by sitting on him. Butler's death was ruled a homicide caused by respiratory insufficiency secondary to blunt force trauma to the neck and thoracic compression exacerbated by blunt force trauma to the head. Could you imagine that? Just getting getting sat on and just dying because you can't breathe? The victim's sister, Sandra, said in disagreeing with the deal, I feel like she should have 40 or more. She deserved life. It was a troubled relationship, according to Sandra. In two year, in the two years that Wendy and Kino had been seeing each other, she said it was something that was going to happen. They even stayed at my house, and I asked her, don't kill my brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Kino by is... By the way, uh, now that I have you alone, do me a favor and don't kill my brother. Uh, Kino, by the way, is survived by a daughter, two grandchildren, his mother, and nine siblings. Uh, Thomas is being held in the Erie County Prison to await sentencing. Wow. I think all bets were off when she broke the leg off the table. Oh, my God. Ripped the leg off the table. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, this is a pretty wild story. A landscaper was charged with voyeurism after police said he got into a sticky situation with a co-worker, Robert Somley was arrested after a 48-year-old female associate complained that Somley had secretly taken video of her while the two of them were on a break from a job at a local home. Now, police said the woman told officers she and Somley had been loading wood into a trailer when Somley said that he needed to take a break. Well, after about 20 minutes, the woman went looking for Somley and found him in the home, standing there, naked, Watching pornography on a laptop. Oh, Jesus. When the woman questioned what Somley was doing, police said he responded that he needed to relieve himself before (laughs) continuing work. Okay. Now, this gets better. Police said the woman left and went back to loading wood on the trailer. But after a short while, she decided that she, too, needed to take a break. And when she went back into the home this time, she found Somley naked and dribbling maple syrup on his body. Stop it. What? And on his area. Wow. And police said the woman confessed that this site was a, quote, turn-on for her. So it was actually working out. And she demanded, <clears throat> to, she demanded to be allowed to participate. In addition to the syrup, police said that the couple engaged in foreplay with blueberry jelly as well. How much food did they bring with them? All the while, police said that Somley was taking video of the situation. Now, when the woman found out there was video, police said she demanded that Somley delete it. Go back to the truck and get the Philo dough. But he refused. Uh, She complained to police that he had taken videos without her permission and then refused to delete them. That's just sick. That they later seized (laughs) Somley's cell phone with a search warrant, and on it they found extensive video of the woman. So the whole issue here is the fact that he was filming it, yeah, and he asked her not to, and that's the charge. There's nothing. 
nothing as here we are. As, there's nothing. There's no assault or anything like that. Just anyways. a couple having sex with molasses and blueberries while we're at work, yeah. and this freak records it. Yeah, he recorded her doing the them doing this Have together you no shame? without her permission. So he's being busted for voyeurism. Uh, Sumley was released after posting fifty thousand. How long are there breaks? And uh, do you think how, how long would it take for you to clean molasses off your junk? Well, yeah. they're landscapers too. Like who's whose house are they in? Yeah, I don't. I think, don't know. I don't think the people were home while they were doing it. I'm not. I'm <laughs> I not imagine sure. if they were. <laughs> I am not sure of the details. We're going out now, so uh, you know, just lock the door when you're done. Maple syrups in the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> A flashing video sign on I-80 in Hackensack, New Jersey, offered drivers something more suggestive than the routine safety message on Sunday after someone hacked into the control box. A Facebook video posted Sunday afternoon showed the sign parked on I-80 near exit 65 in Hackensack, flashing the message and displaying a phone number to passing traffic. Did you guys see it? I did no. not. What does it say? It said, Great BJ's, and then it gave the phone number. <laughs> oh, Only yes. it, spelled oh, wow. it, it spelled it all the way out, not BJ. But, or it says, Best BJ's. Uh, the signboard belongs to a contractor who is working on a State Department of Transportation project. Honestly, even if you are upset with this, you'd still have to chuckle a little bit. Uh, NJ Dot contacted the contractor as soon as they were notified oh. and directed the contractor to remove the message and secure all billboards. And it was a slightly overcast day, so it, it really popped. Which was uh, done shortly thereafter. A call to the number, by the way, listed on the video sign was answered by an answering machine, so they don't know. That's how I can't get to the phone right now. How do you engage in winter activities? Holiday activities. That's my phone. Uh, officials told the contractor that the control boxes of all portable signs must, uh, video signs must be locked to prevent future vandalism. And there you go. That's what I have. For I you. would love a sign like that. In the I wonder how much a sign like that goes for. Oh, like a, a road sign of that size that we saw with the best BJs. I, I got it. It's got to be like 20 grand. We've had them somewhere in that range. at camp out from time to time. Sure. Yeah. Were they there this year? I don't know. I, I, but Eric Simon yes. and the guys in promotions have said 20 them up. grand. Okay. I, that's just a ballpark guess oh, on my right. part. I got to believe they're not cheap at all. Uh, so I don't know. We can look into that. Uh, okay, so uh, two things to mention. Uh, secret text word, your chance to win uh, four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings. Welcome home opener. Uh, they're playing uh, Buffalo on Saturday, December 15th. So text word secret to 39333. We'll see if you can win that. And also we're doing an emoji code. Now, don't enter this if you cannot go on the trip. It is this weekend. You leave on Saturday to Los Angeles, and you return on Monday. So you need to have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday available, four of you have to. Okay, so keep that in mind. But this is for a premiere of Bumblebee, and it'll be in Hollywood, California at the TCL Chinese Theater. Beautiful theater. I've been there before. The package includes four round-trip airline tickets, two nights hotel stay, admission for four to the premiere of Bumblebee, and a $500 Visa gift card. That's for ground transportation, sightseeing, and meals. You have to be at least 21 years of age to win, and we're doing the emoji code. So please go take a look on our Twitter account, Facebook, Instagram, or PrestonandSteve.com. If you can crack the code, have it ready. Because at some point, we will tell you to call in the designated caller who cracks the code correctly. We'll win that trip for four. And keep in mind, we have to have everyone's information by 11 a.m. to get you ready. This is a last-minute giveaway, but we want somebody to get this really awesome trip. And as you specified, all four people who are going to go on this trip have to have Monday off. That is correct. So keep in mind that Bumblebee hits theaters nationwide 
on December 21st. And we will get a winner uh, not too distant future. So take a look now. The emoji code is happening as we speak. Uh, we're going to take a break. Our buddy Adam Goldberg will be on the program in a little while. More things coming up. Stay with us. We'll return in a second. Whether social. Hey, welcome in. Or anti-social. Hey, get out. Join your MMR pals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Groovy photos, videos, and social commentary. Plus, we find them the perfect place to waste time during the company meetings. Hashtag MMR rocks. Hey, uh, I want to thank once again uh, South Bowl for being here this morning. Uh, they are located at 19 East Oregon Avenue in South Philadelphia. Marissa will be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9. And a chance for you to win from Bud Light uh, some Eagles tickets. Uh, maybe some autographed items yes. from the Philadelphia Eagles and $3 Bud Light drafts. And South Pole, by the way, has the best bowling leagues in the city. Oh. An incredible space for both large and small uh, private events. You can stop by and visit tomorrow night with Marissa and get a feel for it. Uh, but uh, they, uh, Nick just exclaimed <laughs> as he came in to talk with our friends uh, from South Pole that the OG Mac is a revelation. Uh, the cheesiest uh, mac and cheese topped with crushed goldfish. Now I'd never done this before, and I I approve. Uh, yes, goldfish <laughs> on mac and cheese. Good idea, right? Fan freaking tastic. All right. Well, you got to try the tots too. Yes, yeah. I'm a tots man. What's on the tots? They're they're are they fried? Are, yes, they're crispy. And and what what else is on it? Is it just regular seasoning? Yeah, damn good. And they have South Pole sliders. Many cheeseburgers served with their not so special sauce. What they said used to be just for events, but it became so popular that it's now a regular menu item, and Don't, people can't get enough of it. Don't you think the slider slice size is the perfect? I agree. Yeah, I yeah. love incremental. I love getting sliders. So uh, we thank those guys for being here. Marissa's there tomorrow uh, from seven to nine. Uh, I want to mention this. We have a we have a guitar, an acoustic guitar in the studio. Casey and I fart around on it uh, during commercial breaks and stuff. And you mean you shred now? No, I don't shred, Steve. Vai. I'm learning. I'm learning, and I'm and I'm really excited too because uh, a, a little birdie told me that I'm getting a Martin guitar. For I've been, I've, I've been beg- you've been very good because I've been begging yeah. with you to, to to get at that guitar and just accept the pre- the present early, but you're going to hold to Christmas. It's a quote unquote gift from my wife, but I ordered it. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to get what well, I want to get. Yeah. So, I hear you. But anyhow, it's in the box. It's been there for a month. And I got y- less than a month ago, and then I get to play it. You're loving playing the guitar, are you but not? I, I do it. I'm really having fun. Well, you're a musician at heart. You're and a drummer. I'm doing it just for me. I'm not doing it to jam with people. I'm doing it just because it's fun to play a musical instrument. And I think that's a lesson for anybody um, who is, um, let's just say, like over 30 or 40 and... You, you can do it. It's it, yeah. it's not super difficult. Like, listen, maybe you're not going to turn into Slash or whatever, but... Um, <laughs> or Axel, maybe. Or maybe you're going to turn into and, and you don't even need to learn how to write or do things like that just to play along with songs you like is a fun thing for me. And listen, it might be an activity that you, as an adult, if you're kind of bored or stagnant or you have your things that you already do and nothing new, go learn an instrument. You, go you, take a lesson. It's great. Did you use YouTube primarily, correct? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, but... But now I'm thinking about now that I've 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 gotten a little bit of of comfort level with it. I'm thinking about going to sit down with with a teacher. I have good and, news for you. What the eyebrow king teaches guitar? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had, he had I, you know what minutes. is the funniest thing that you say that? I'm pretty sure that he was a music teacher before he was <laughs> there you go, before oh, he funny. he was the eyebrow king. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I have, uh, plat- but there's a point to this story right. in a moment. Go ahead. I know. I mean, listen. I I play a little bit, and I sort of plateaued 20 years ago, and and 
Uh, but I, so I don't have the attention span to learn songs. I don't have the retention level to to uh, learn songs. So I, a lot of times I just sit on my couch and I just strum blow my, into it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this thing's broken. You just pick at it. Yeah, just yeah. pick at it. Yeah, that's cool. Well, listen. The reason I bring it up is the guitar that we have here is a Martin guitar. Yes, and the manufacturer CF Martin and Company. Uh, the original factory in Nazareth, which is not too far from here, of course, has just landed on the National Register of Historic Places. Is that wow. right? I thought that was a pretty cool honor for Can those you take guys. a tour of the factory, do you, you know? absolutely can, yeah. And yep. In fact, we've been invited to do it, but we've never had a chance, Casey and I, because uh, there's a guy that we got in touch with there to make sure that we got the, the instrument that we wanted to get. Uh, but their North Street Complex, which includes the company's former manufacturing buildings, powerhouse, and Martin Homestead, has been named a National Historic Landmark, and the National Historic Landmarks are the register's preeminent designation reserved for places that possess exceptional value or quality in illustrating or interpreting the heritage of the United States. Wow. Yeah, in a variety of areas, according to the National Park Service criteria. It's really cool. Martin guitars have just been legendary for forever. Well, they've been around. Here's the history, real quick, briefly. C.F. Martin Sr. left his homeland of Germany in 1833 and emigrated to the United States where his family settled in New York City. He set up shop at 196 Hudson Street on the Lower West Side where the earliest Martin guitars were made. Uh, the modest structure included limited guitar production in the back room with a retail store up front selling everything from cornets to sheet music. Say, uh, young fella, could you make me a guitar? <laughs> uh, a few years later, his wife traveled to eastern Pennsylvania and she fell in love with the tranquil, tank, tranquil countryside that reminded her of her home. And upon returning to New York, she convinced her husband to make the move. And in 1839, he sold his retail store in New York, moved to the outskirts of Nazareth. In 1856, the Moravians opened the town of Nazareth to outsiders and agreed to sell land within its borders. Who are the Moravians? They're from Jupiter. Oh, okay. Settlers to the area. Okay. Uh, So in 1857, Martin purchased the block of land at North and Main Streets and began building what would become this historic landmark. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I need to go there. Another reason why we're the greatest city ever Mm -hmm. in Uh, history. Is that where Moravian College is? is I think that so, yeah. Okay. In that area? Uh, Nick just pulled up. Yeah, they were a West Slavic uh, ethnographic group from the Moravian region of the Czech Republic. That's okay. what I thought. All right. And, of course, you did. Uh, along with the uh, Silesians. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Of the Czech Republic. And part, the Suezians who come from the Suez Canal. A part of the population to identify ethnically as Moravian has registered in a Czech census since 1991. Do you have any Moravian in you? Uh, Would you like some? Like some? <laughs> <laughs> that's the old joke. That's the, the old German joke of the time. Yeah, got any German joke? In German yeah. I have heard the great new joke, Papa. Yeah, that's right. Do you have any Moravian in you? Uh, Would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> I must move to this land. Okay, so congratulations to uh, to Martin uh, and Martin, companies. Martin, all. Uh, Mostly, it's acoustic. Yes, just acoustic. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they. I think they're all acoustic, Steve. Because that's what I've always known. My my brother's. I believe my brother's first. Uh, my brother's a damn good guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, his first acoustic guitar was a Martin. Hey, do you have any interest in in picking up a guitar and, and <sighs> for, learning? For me, it. it's always been the Gazoo. Yeah, that's that's. But that's you've the, mastered that. I've mastered it. You know what I. Or will things, your things that injury... I have to take to it quickly, yeah, because uh-huh. my attention span is not. Preston is the other way, and I admire that. I do not 
I do not have. Uh, I have to lock. I'm good at this. I'm doing this. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, right, right. so I, I won't work into being good at it because I uh, my ADD kicks in and I get distracted quickly. I'm more. I like this, so I'm going to work on this. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean. I, 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 I don't. I can't think of any natural talent that I may just walk into and go, "Hey, I'm good at this." But but if if it's something I really like, this I think I can learn this. Like immediately, I could I could draw. I so yeah. I, I and and I, and I will pursue that, and I will stick to my hobbies and keep at it. Yeah. But I don't. I, I get frustrated quickly. Well, if you remember, uh, same uh, thing with sex. Who do you call it, uh, John? <laughs> John Fulham, who used to be our GM here, he he picked up the guitar at a later age. My friend Bill just got one at the end of the summer uh, for his birthday. He wanted a Martin as well. And I think he he might have just turned fifty, or he's you know mid fifties or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, and I would love to know because he listens right now. If if you have a video, I'd love to know how far you've gotten in from August until now. Get anywhere. <laughs> uh, this backpacker, Casey. Look at this guitar. Yeah, that's. I mean, those are just like travel sized type. Of yeah. Have you seen the folding guitars? Makes it easier for it to uh, to take around. No. Yeah. So the, there, there, I saw a guy, a uh, a busker. You know, a street performer, mm-hmm. uh, and he had a guitar, and I was wa- I was wondering acoustically how that would work because it's it's a it's a the acoustics come from the body design, yeah, but it it does hinge and the fretboard, I guess you call it, right? Yeah. Um, Where do the strings go? I, they, they, they probably loosened up. They probably bend, but you would yeah. probably have to like. Cut them all the scissors every single well, you'd have time. To secure them, and then yeah, you'd have to make sure it's in tune each time. You know, there's uh, this leads to this conversation. You know, I saw the other day on uh, I think it was on Instagram. Yeah, and Instagram has added a lot of ads, but and I'm a sucker. They have done a wonderful job at targeting really cool stuff that mm-hmm. you will be interested in. So yeah. while I would never buy this particular uh, product, I, I was intrigued by it. It was a saxophone. That was like the size of a recorder. Yeah. Did you see it? I did no. see it. And it doesn't. And they know, but they see you. You've sax. been checking. You've been checking instruments, haven't you? Or are things related to music? I can't remember doing. Or you like things or, or musicians? Well, or you what? know what? Yeah, I there. I, I I purchased some percussion stuff recently. I percussion uh, like a, a, a mini snare drum, but um, but they know they know how to get. They know how to target you so specifically. Yesterday, I purchased the Steve has a huge penis toolkit. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, why did I buy this? So I, I saw this thing, and I'm like, that is really cool. And at, for a split second, I'm like, maybe I could learn to play the saxophone. <laughs> saxophone, I hear, is very difficult. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not easy. But uh, it almost sucked me in to spend some money. There's I, another really cool thing I told you about the other day, Steve, is this glass cutter yes. uh, that you can take bottles and you can cut the tops off of them. And then you can use, you know, like your favorite booze bottle. Because, listen, I, I've... I always feel bad when I throw away my bourbon bottles, and I'm throwing away like two, three a week. Yes, <laughs> two or three a day. <laughs> I'm, I'm because they're the artwork on them. The, the shape of the bottle is beautiful. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah, I yeah. like the I like the label, yeah. and I'm like, oh, what a waste! And I'm throwing it away. Well, you can cut the top part of it off, Kathy, and make it into a vase, or you can make right. it into a okay. candle or something like that. It's so, the perfect gift for the alcoholic on your list. <laughs> so they've been they've been showing that little infomercial on Instagram. I think I'm going to get one of those. All right, so All right. let me go through the list of things I've gotten. I've gotten tactical gloves. I've gotten a tactical flashlight. I've gotten uh, I, I, I purchased a uh, um, uh, it's it's a thing for Casey when you're doing woodwork. Yes. And it, I don't quite know what it does, but it seems useful. All right. So yeah, you're like, I, I, I can, I can maybe use like, this. It was only like eight bucks. But when you, a lot of the times, though, Preston, going back to the YouTube thing, when you see it in a YouTube video and you see it presented, you're like, that has an application that I might 
be able to apply it to. Marissa just showed me another one. This is another Instagram ad, and it's uh, for the uh, guitar player on your holiday list. These are all great gift ideas. It is. It hangs on your wall. It's basically, essentially, it's a, it's a keychain or a key holder. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's a little tiny itty bitty Marshall amp. Okay. And it's got the plugins there. And what you do is on your keys, it's got a quarter-inch plug like a guitar, oh. and you go and you plug oh your God. keys into it. Oh, my it. God. Is that not I awesome? need that! Like you're plugging in at Woodstock! Isn't that awesome? Oh, my God, why do... Oh! Wait, does it make a noise? No! no. But it just looks like you're like you're plugging in your guitar, ready to just you know what, though? crank your amp Nick. up to 11 and Nick. go. Nick, make that. Yeah, so that so you you get your when you do it, yeah. Yeah. you get your your and then and then to the to the, the the little amp you'd hear, thank you, yeah, or yeah. you know, like that that first chord in, in eruption, yeah, from Van Halen, yeah. <laughs> so that when you're coming home after hours and your wife what you're trying to sneak in, yeah, yeah, right, when, thank you, <laughs> right when you plug in, this is what you hear. <laughs> How sweet would that be? Uh, so there's that. Steve, there's also a a lamp that looks like the moon. Have you seen I that? I have seen, seen that. that. I have flirted with that notion many times because it looks cool. It looks really cool. What I also bought is because, again, because I, I like to draw, I bought the posable figures. Okay. That are, they're like, it's a man and a woman, and it comes with like, a, they have swords and guns who are like comic book artists. And you can use the silhouettes to help you draw when you're sketching characters. Now, I know you bought this, too, because I, I told Kathy about it a, a month ago. Uh, is and, and I saw it on an Instagram ad. It's it's how to hang your uh, pictures properly. I, it's I a it. bracket. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I got like four of them. For I, hop, really? I hop over to Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and just get it off Amazon. Well, what I do is I take screenshots of it on my phone, yeah, and then I'm going to go back and check it later. Then there's another one that's a hoodie that looks like a suit of armor. Have you guys seen no. that? No, it looks like it looks like a medieval knight. It's got a <laughs> yeah. the hood comes down. It's got the the helm or the, the helmet and everything. I it, want it's the, so cool. I want, oh, all of this stuff but, is what you'd find on the sites like this is why I'm broke. But you know what? Yeah, it, yeah you're right. And uh, yeah, there's a couple of them yeah. that are like that that are wonderful. But I looked at that and I'm like, oh, I really want that. And then I envision myself actually wearing it. Yeah. I'm 50 years old. Yeah. You imagine me walking. Here, there it is, Casey. Hey, yeah. me look, Sir Douchebag just came in. That's really funny, though. Somebody needs to get that. <laughs> Sir Douchebag. Cool? Sir That's Douchebag really cool. has arrived. <laughs> Medieval Knight Armor armor Hoodie oh is what it's called. <laughs> right, Casey? <laughs> Sir Douchebag. Yes. Sir Douchebag. <laughs> Uh, the name is Sir Douchebag. Yeah. Look at my little globe. Looks like the moon. Yes. And this is my squire asshat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw exercise pants, like uh, like uh, spandex pants. They're made for girls. but they, it's Or it's, Jackie. Or Jackie. No, but <laughs> the, it's Hulk. It's like the if you were the Incredible Hulk with his shorts and, and his... I, I, I'm like, or, the, or, oh. the, or the hairy chest shirt. Uh, yeah. yeah, shirt, which is still cracks me up. God, there's so much good stuff out right now, especially and, when you're when you are bereft of gift ideas around yeah. the holidays. Yeah, but yep. I mean, a lot of that stuff, by the way, and this is, comes as no shock, is crap. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Speaking of, and now I've seen all that on uh, on social media. Uh, there was a an article uh, from Reddit co-founder, this guy named Alexis Ohanian. Yeah. Uh, and he is saying that uh, social media is has kind of hit a plateau. Uh, he was speaking at Business Insider's Ignition Conference on Monday, 
And he said that he believes that the tech industry has hit peak social and that users will migrate away from social networks. And it's the guy that knows what he's talking about. He does, and he's, he certainly has his uh, his success to point at to, to uh, give his, what he's saying, uh, merit. And I kind of agree. I, I'm, I'm finding more, I'm hearing from more people who have declared that they've taken a break from, if not, one, a couple of forms of social media, yeah. whether it be Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Yep. Honestly, and, if I could, I would, but I can't, so I yeah. won't. <laughs> now, now, in our in our in our business, we not so I end up on Twitter the most. That's that's where I am. But I, I, I check it far less than I used to. Right. I jump on and I, I'll use it. I'll use it for to see what's like trending news uh, stories and things like that. But uh, yeah, I I think I think we could all benefit if there's a little less. Screen, you know, always buried in the screen and always, always caring what's on social media. You, you can. You really, I mean, I know yeah. you, you think that you can't, but you can. You can. No, and, I can't because of what I do for a living. I know, but yeah. we have similar jobs and you can. And there are other ways to get the information that you mm-hmm. need. And, and, and um, I understand your point and I'm not dismissing it, but um, there are ways to get rid of it, even if it's just temporary. Or trim it down. Yeah, and trim it down. And, and, and I think that it is really beneficial to your mindset. Um, uh, it's just, it, it gets unhealthy after a while. By the way, this guy, Al, uh, Alexis Ohanian, that's a Serena Williams' husband. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know um, the invented Preston? No. The Marshall keychain holder. Oh, no way. <laughs> guy's going to be even yeah. more rich. Unbelievable. Why, why is it you need to use it for work so much? Uh, what, because what, it's... What way do you use it? Uh, well, I use it um, as information gathering and uh, idea gathering and... Uh, uh, Guests or that, what news is out that's, there. That's, that's, what, I was that's what I use it for. Because you can... Promotion. You can get information elsewhere on, on news sites and things like that. And, and, and hub. And well, and celebrity sites and so on. But mm-hmm. if you want to specifically see what certain people are saying, I guess that's the best way to go. Well, about it. I, yeah. I think he makes the point, Preston. You, you read in the article about um, he, he's he's saying that in a way people are starting to turn back to just their group of friends. And, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. that's what he said. He said it's getting too big. It's too big. Yeah, he said as for the platforms like Reddit, Facebook, and Facebook, uh, which uh, together have billions of users, are now facing crisis. And the question was, are the Days of these big companies done, he said, I really believe that we've hit peak social, where the platforms that are one too many, where we follow individuals, uh, have really, in a lot of ways, run their course, and we've reached the ceiling. Asked whether he was referring to Twitter, he said, all of them, social media, as we know it, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of these. Uh, He later took a swipe at the professional networking site, LinkedIn, as well. He said, LinkedIn, I, this is an interesting yeah. uh, point. He said, LinkedIn is not a home. LinkedIn is just sort of a box that you check. Uh, some platforms he name-checked are still growing rapidly, though. Facebook's monthly users were up 10% wow. in the third quarter, by the way, of nearly $2.3 billion. Now, they had taken a dip before that, prior to that, you remember, because of the... Um the information getting out about them selling or that them using information that they were gleaning um, without user knowledge. Uh, with Instagram recently hitting a billion users and Twitter's monthly users are down, though. That's the one that's uh, taken a, a turn. One of the inherent problems for me is that um, with a, a movie or a TV show or a book or whatever, th- there's a beginning and an end. And with social media, there isn't. It's just it's incessant and you never reach the finish line. And so I, I think that. <laughs> If you if you need a sense of completion in your life, you're never going to get it with social media. You yeah. will get it with some websites, though. In what um, way? That sense of completion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Sometimes multiple times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Depending when, on who's away from the house. Uh, he said in uh, instead of people uh, instead of social networks, Ohanian said that uh, people increasingly want to belong to a smaller community of those who are like minded. 
He said what people seem to be clamoring for more and more now is community. And so whether that goes to private group chats like your WhatsApp group, your Signal group, or new platforms that have emerged, he said he believes that uh, big social media sites are seeing a backlash because people now feel that their voices are being drowned out. Do you know where I feel the most at home at? It's my site that appeals to the single farmer. That's uh, <laughs> that's where I find I'm most at home. What's that one called again? Uh, farmer Match. Farmmatch.com. Farmmatch.com. Something along those yeah. lines. Nambla.org. Uh, no, it's not that. Uh, no. He said, we're seeing this as a response to the fact that so much of social engagement is not about a sense of community. It's about a sense of playing to your tribe, your following, and if you don't have a following, you don't really have a voice. Farmersonly.com, where the slogan is, city folks just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, is that what it really That's is? That's what it says right there. Oh, my God. Ahanian <laughs> uh, added that uh, Reddit was ahead of the game in creating smaller communities online, but added that it is still too ubiquitous. He predicted that new platforms would spring up to cater to particular interest groups, such as a home for fans of Girl Boss author Sophia Amorusa, Amoruso. I don't know. I don't know who she is. See, uh, you don't belong in that group. I don't. Don't even don't, go there. I wouldn't. You I, should be at the Martin uh, Guitar Group. I wouldn't be on that. He said, I think we're going to see this uh, Vulcanization. Vulcans from Star Trek. Where more of these communities will start to go back and move to everything from even Facebook groups or subreddits to entirely new platforms that are getting built. Well, you, you, w- there's a sense what he's saying, uh, you know, to an extent is. Uh, you, you're realizing that now you're, you're again, just one little thing and in this large mass of information being exchanged back and forth, whereas in these smaller groups, your voice will matter a little bit more. Mm. You'll have more interaction that is substantive, yep. and I think that's what he's saying. And I think there might be a point to that. Hey, what about that new social media platform that came up uh, earlier this year, Vero? I think oh, we yeah. all might have signed up for it. I haven't. I used oh, it yeah. like yeah. six times. Yeah. And then um, the there was another one called that Gizmodo had put up called uh, Gab, which turns out to be for every lunatic in the world. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, I, you told me about. I that. posted once, and then I saw it. Uh, th- then I'm like, oh my god! You saw it's like one step from the dark Uh-oh, web. Oh yeah, <laughs> Casey, that, that Vera one. I think I used it one time when we all signed up here in the studio, yeah. and then that was it. Like I didn't the, use it at all. Well, because I signed it, up, it, but I didn't use it. There at was all. no one on Remember, it. You had, yeah, you had had the story that it was going to be the next Instagram or yeah. or whatever. And so there we was all a signed... limited amount of signups and free signups, free signups, free signups, and then so so that's everybody was like, I mean, that was the hook. Everybody signed up now, and then it didn't go. Anywhere. I deleted. You it. know what? We talked about it nostalgically. It is the truth. There was a genuine thrill and and. Um, pleasure to MySpace initially. Yeah. It had a nice feeling to it, and it was just that. But now there's just so much of it, again, that it just, you're basically back to, yeah, you know, just a, just a, this, a little pebble, a little grain of sand on the beach. I had, I had a conversation with my son the other day who saw something on, uh, I forgot what platform he was on, but it was a video, and he goes, Dad, this is like causing me to lose my faith in humanity. And it was somebody being a jerk. Yeah, yeah. And I tried to explain to him that you have to you have to use context by how many billions of people there are in the exactly. world. And that these things happen, yes, they do, but the amount of these instances compared to the amount of good things or uh, or mundane things that happen in the world is very, very small. You- and don't think that the world is flooded. That, listen, there are plenty of jerks out there. But we're not overrun with them. You know what I mean? Sure. You can match every horrible. But the thing is, a lot of times, and it, it goes for everything. It goes for 
all 24-hour news channels. It goes, no one wants to hear the, uh, here's a guy who made a wonderful souffle and his wife oh, enjoyed it. I know. When we had the yeah. when we had the conspiracy guys, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. guys in and, uh, you know, they were, they were talking about, well, you have to... You have to understand who's, who's, you know, why are they reporting just the bad things? And I said, well, because if we were reporting just good things, you'd be bored out of your mind. It would be irresponsible ju- uh, uh, journalism to yeah. not report the things that are impacting people in a negative way. So, you need to know about And these. all these news, all the channels and all, at the last. And here's a story about a duck that can play the, the yeah. oboe. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. after they. So I'd they, watch that. I'll yeah. watch that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. But, you know, like a kid's choir singing at a, at a retirement home. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. it's, sure, it's sweet, and it's great, and I love that that happens, but, uh, you know, I, I want to see... Well, that's the fluff. You yeah, have to yeah. add the fluff. Yeah. No, you're right about that. But uh, yeah, he's predicting that maybe things are going to take a turn. You're not going to put the genie back in the bottle. That's no. never going to happen. But, but you can get it up, at least up to his waist. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe things might be turning a little bit, and we reel it back a tiny bit. There's for the holidays. Yeah. Take, uh, maybe take a break for the holidays. Just to sort of double back on uh, the, the things that we find on social media that we want to buy. Steve, what did you find today? What, the, what was it? What did I mention? The, the socks. Oh, yes. The <laughs> socks. Fine, so fine, the, at the bottom of the socks, it says... Uh, if you can read this, I'm watching a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I saw those. And those are totally suited for me because last night I was watching, uh, I, I was between three of them, uh, three Christmas movies. Yeah, they've started, that's become a popular sock because I've seen them, that, you know, if you can read this, I'm drinking wine, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, but I saw the Hallmark one. That one's great. Yes. I do like that. And, and coming soon. Hey, uh, we're going to have our own production, Preston. I hate these Ooh. things. I, I oh, yeah. hate them. They're on... My TV constantly. Does, does Rochelle watch them all the time? Uh, of course she does. We should get together and have a girls' night. You guys should. Because <laughs> I can't say. You know what I think? And we'll have a lengthier discussion about it sometimes. But I find myself saying more, more on every single one of those that come up. I'm like, I know her. Yeah. I've seen, who uh, is yes, it? I've yes, seen yes. Laughlin. But no, it's <laughs> yeah. usually even more obscure yeah, yeah. than that. It's like somebody who... And then I go and I look up their IMDb and I'm like, oh, yeah. It's people that weren't there. there now, there are some people who are like, you know, you have your Lacey Chabert. She was in that Allstate ad. And you have, uh, you have yeah. uh, Alicia Witt, who's yep. in every single one of them Every now. one of them, yeah. Uh, but but now I'm like, who is that girl? Do you know who's in them a lot? Catherine Bell from JAG. Oh, okay. no kidding. Yeah. And I saw um, Jamie Lynn Sigler. Wow. Sigler. Yep. I saw her on one yesterday. Oh, Lenny, uh, Lenny Dykstra's daughter-in-law. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, I, and it's just more often I'm like, oh, no, I Lenny know. Lenny Dykstra's in one. Is is he really? <laughs> Christmas without teeth. All right. Anyhow. No. Let's, uh, Casey handed me a note. No, Did you want me you to know, read that? It, no, you can't. I can't uh, read just, that on the air. And not read that. <laughs> it's but, uh, No, we're not no. doing this. We're not. No. No, we're, we're doing that. That's we're doing this. Yes. Emoji code. Oh! Oh! All right. So we are going to take the... 25th caller at 215-263-WMMR. If you can crack the emoji code and listen, call only if you and the other three people can actually take this trip. You leave on Saturday. You return on Monday. You have to be at least 21, and we need everybody's information by 11 a.m. No later. Call number 25. You get a chance to crack the code. 215-263-WMMR. We'd love to send you to Hollywood to see Bumblebee and the premiere. There's all kinds of things that come along with that, too. So let's get you on board. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a little bit. We're going to have Adam Goldberg on the program. Tonight's Goldberg's episode <laughs> focuses on pulsations and yes. Pulsar the Robot. And we will. T- and we had a little bit to do with that. We'll talk to Adam in a little while. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey gang, this holiday season, your special someone is going to unwrap and unwind if you get them a gift card from Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. And there's a special offer. You can save $10 on spa gift cards at regular pricing. Or you can buy a holiday spa package and you get a free massage or facial gift card with that. Go to handandstone.com today for all the information. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Are you ready for love? Steven Singer Jewelers has hand-picked diamonds paired with beautiful mountings to create a stunning engagement ring that's ready to go. Check out his Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Ring Collection online at IHateStevenSinger.com and have it shipped immediately for free. All at the perfect price. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. So we're doing the emoji code. Ooh. Yes, and a very cool trip to give away. Came up with uh, an emoji code. I came up with this one. That's why it was so easy to decode, because I am not good at these at all. Uh, but we... We needed a quick turnaround. It's, yeah. Time is literally of the essence here. It's a quickie. It's a trip to uh, Hollywood to see the premiere of Bumblebee, and it's this weekend. So I put the code out there on our social media, and we are looking for our 25th caller who can crack the code. And if they do indeed do it, they will go on the trip. And I am going to go to our 25th caller. It's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Preston. How you doing? Hi, so awesome right now, I can't even stand it. Oh my god, it sounds like <laughs> I if, love that. If you win this, it sounds like you are definitely free to go on this trip, right? Oh, I don't care. I don't care about the holidays, nothing. I want this. <laughs> okay. Yes! Alright. Let's find out if you do indeed have the code cracked. And what is the code, Michelle? Okay. Fly me to see Bumblebee. That's it! Yeah! Yeah! Michelle. You're going to Hollywood this weekend. <laughs> I love it. That wow. is correct. So, yeah, it's Fly Me to See Bumblebee. Uh, Michelle, you ever been to California? That's fantastic. Listen, if you've been or not, it's always great to go there. And when you go with one of these junkets where they really want to wow you and make you have a great time, you will you won't believe how much they pull out all the stops. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. All right, so we are going to send you on Saturday, you and three friends, oh, to God. Hollywood, California, to the TCL Chinese Theater. The package includes four round-trip airline tickets, two nights hotel stay, admission for four to the premiere of Bumblebee at a $500 Visa gift card. For ground transportation, sightseeing, and uh, meals. So uh, the movie doesn't hit uh, theaters until December 21st. So you're getting there ahead of time. Congratulations, Michelle. All right. <laughs> All right. Send us pictures. Hang on. And we got to get everybody's information uh, by 11. So, By the way, this Bumblebee movie uh, looks, um, they've taken a, a different tact with it. It, it kind of looks like a, um, like it's almost um, like, a, like a, a girl and her pet sort of approach. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah There's a relationship what? with the girl and Bumblebee that they're really highlighting and it kind of looks sweet. I like it. Uh, yeah. It's like 
you know, I, I I bailed after the the first movie, which I did enjoy, and and you guys stuck with the the franchise, and some you liked, and some you didn't. I just kind of got tired of it because it started to get too big. You know, when you're talking about global destruction, you can only do that so many times for me personally. Yeah, there's only so many times you can see the entire city lift off its foundation. Right. This has ratcheted it down. That's why, Steve, you and I liked uh, the Wolverine when they when they reeled it back from the big. You know, we're yeah. gonna, we're going to take we're going to destroy all humankind to. Wolverine's just having his own issue with this one group of people. A fight on a train, exactly, yeah. and, and making making the uh, making it a smaller story. It looks like they might be doing that with this. It seems that way, and I then I might get back on board. Yes, if that's indeed the case, which is really cool. So, uh, congratulations to Michelle. She was very very excited. And we're happy. That's exactly about that. what we wanted. All right, so we're going to play a different game. We have some other prizes to give away. So we're going to play Loop. There it is. <laughs> And uh, I figured, why not? We have some stuff that we've been sitting on for a while that we need to make sure that we we unload. And uh, we have Adam Goldberg, but he's about 15 minutes off before we talk to him. All so right. we, got, we got a little time to fill. And why not play a contest and give some stuff away? We're going to take a clip of a song, a very small clip of a song, and loop it. All right, we're going to constantly repeat that little part over and over and over like again. Like the name. And if you can identify the song... You will win a prize, and I don't know. What we're giving away in case I had handed you a stack of prizes. Yeah, no, yeah. No. So I, we have a whole bunch Marshall of Marshall keychain holders. <laughs> we do. Oh man, I wish that I would wish, be yeah. so great to give that away. Uh, yeah. No, but we don't have that. Um, but I did want to ask you a question. If we wanted to include this in into in that uh, fold, uh, Christmas miracle, because that's what yeah. everybody will will uh, want to win. Well, if you want to, okay. Uh, it's so you'll you'll win a chance to win something. Yeah, uh, essentially. But if you want to. Include the Christmas miracle passes. I'm cool with that. What do you think, Steve? Well, you're you're seeing what will be one of the great shows of 2018. So yeah. yes, I think it's a it's a, 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 if you were to put a dollar amount on it, five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. All right. Yeah. So, okay, so. Uh, we um we so we'll include that. Uh, you got to be at least 21. You got to be available December 20th for that. So and so in addition in to that, we have uh, passes to see Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Uh, we have uh, cases of Yards Variety Pack. Ooh. Uh, we also have uh, four packs of tickets to see the Wings Welcome Home opener. Right. We have a pair of t- pairs of tickets to see Cheech and Chong live. Uh, that's actually this Saturday at Parks Casino. Really? And we, yeah, and then we okay. also have uh, pairs of tickets to see Craig Ferguson. Uh, and he's going to be at also at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. Oh, he's going to be on the showcase. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm telling you that now. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. When's that happening? Uh, I think it's next. Uh, wait a minute. Well, he's he's here this Sunday. Yeah, I think it's Friday he's going to be on. All, All right. right. Cool. That's cool. Nice. All right, so uh, sorry about that. Two one five. No, it's always good to add some. Added Can you do anything with Lou Ferrigno? Two one five two six three. WMMR is the number. Let's put some people on hold, and we'll see if we can uh, do some giveaways. So I'm going to go to our first caller, which is uh, Blake. Hey, Blake, how you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Good, Blake. We are going to play Loop. There it is. We've got a song. We've taken a small portion of it, edited it to repeat over and over and over, and it's looped together. And if you can identify the song, then you win a prize. You ready to try it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Oh, is this where we're we starting? You know, uh, so okay. just so you know, your list is in alphabetical order. So just point to which ones you want, and I will ah! get them all. Go with this one. Ready. All right. Listen closely. Here we go, Blake. I know that one. Easy. Yeah. Blake, any idea? That's uh, Rolling Stones. Um, start me up. No, not start me up. Sorry, Chief. Got to let you go. All right, let's try another caller on that. We're going to try Danny. Hi, Danny. Hello, how are you? Good. Danny, you want to hear that loop? Yes, please. Here we go. (laughs) 
I don't know. Sorry. Oh, wow. Sorry, man. Sorry, my man. I knew it. Let me go to Jim. <laughs> hey, Jim, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great now. All right, Jim, you want to hear that loop? No need. It's brown sugar. Damn right yeah! it is. This is the original way the song was supposed to go. Yeah, and then they felt it didn't have enough of a hook to it. It needs more. They should write some more. Case, can you, if you don't mind, if it wouldn't be too much work, can you have the actual yeah, 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 songs yeah. I ready can do to that. go? Sure. All right, so uh, Jim is, it says he's going to get Christmas Miracle or beer. Which one do you want, Jim? I want the Christmas Miracle. You got right. it, man. Hang on the line. You're going to be in attendance for Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle live broadcast inside the Excite Center at Parks Casino. Uh, this will be Thursday, December 20th, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You, only you, will have the opportunity to end up in contestant trophy. You can bring a guest, and we always have a good time. May I suggest something? Even with each case, Preston, why don't you just play the song on guitar? Oh, yeah. Let me get right on <laughs> there that. We go. I'll get right on that for you. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh, where? Wow, Press, you're good. Oh, wow. you Thank you. All right, let's get our next caller. It is not Jim. I already have him. Uh, it is Logan. We were just oh, talking about you. Hey, Lo- hey, Logan, how you doing? Hey, I'm all right. How are you? Good, Logan. All right, we're going to tee up another one here. Let's go with uh, this one. We've looped together a song. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. That's hard. That I, is a hard one. I know it, but uh, it, it's hard. It's hard. It's so hard. So hard. It's um, it sounds like something by Metallica, but I honestly have no idea. Mm. That's all right. We understand. We feel your pain. Incorrect, sir. Thank you. All right. Let me try another caller. I will go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Get Zeus. Brian. All right. So we're doing loop. There it is. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Clearly, Metallica. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian, uh, any idea what song that is? Uh, it sounds like Won't Back Down. That's oh! it! Yes! Oh! Won't Back Down from Tom Petty. Let's hear it, Case. Go ahead, yes. Hear it? All right, so Brian, since you got it right, we are. Case, you're going to have to handle this. Oh, uh, yes. Well, well, Brian, uh, I know. Well, you asked, Preston. Well, he wants to go to the Christmas Miracle. We have so many of these to give away, so I'll, I'll do that one more time here. We got a pair of tickets to see Preston Steve's Christmas Miracle live broadcast inside the Excite Center Parks Casino in Ben Salem on Thursday, December 20th. Uh, you, I hope you're 21 because you have to be 21 to attend. Only seat winners will be eligible to compete for prizes. All of the details are at WMMR.com. Hang on, Brian. The, the caveat should be, as we are when we actually do a general solicitation for these, you should be up on your Preston and Steve trivia because that is what it's all about. Yeah, you won't be able to win. Yeah. If you're not you sit case. there like a lump. Get the next song ready to go, if you would, please. Okay. Uh, I have the, you the, have that. the, I have I, the I, loop I ready to go. Got you, bros. And uh, I'm, I'm providing moral support for both of you. <laughs> I'll go next to Jay. Hi, Jay. Good morning. <laughs> All right, Jay. Loop, there it is. You ready? Yeah, man. All right, here is your loop. Jesus. Kathy, you look oh, like you know it. I, it's like... She's going to guess I, Afro I, Man. I, <laughs> no. I got the band right, but don't yeah, know yeah. the song. I, uh, I Jay, I any idea? 
not a chance that you could pull, play that one more time, could you? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, here we go. Bill Weston looks confused, too. He does. <laughs> Jay? He the lifeline. <laughs> I have no freaking clue, man. All right. Sorry, man. Bill is a lifeline? Yeah. What do you think? I never even thought I'm about that. I'm just kind of tossing that out there. I don't know. Has Bill displayed a uh, prowess he's, at he's, this game? He's, he's no. Program director. <laughs> you ought to know the music well. All right. Let me go to Matt next. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Matt, you want to hear that loop again? Nope. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you want to well, go to go. Bill Weston for a lifeline? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right, you want to try that? All right, all right. Bill Weston for a lifeline. Uh, Bill? I'm guessing Soul Asylum Runaway Train. You know! Oh! <laughs> That's as good a guess as... Yeah. That sounds viable. Sorry, Matt. Which, by the way, we, we would have to figure out how a lifeline works because... You know, if if uh, the the person would have to agree or disagree, I guess, but it wouldn't matter because no, if they have they zero, if they have zero guys, they don't know if Bill Weston knows or not, and Bill can't indicate whether he knows it or not. No, they can not go, by hand gesture. I don't know what it is. I don't even have a guess. <laughs> Let me go to my lifeline. Now, Bill might get it right or he might get it wrong. You know, I, I'll tell you what. Bill, go down to your office and we'll make you a phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I, I got. I'm gonna get one more caller on this. I'm gonna go right. to Sam. Hey, Sam, how you doing? What's going on? Yo, Sam, you need to hear that loop? Yeah, let me hear it again. All right, here we go. Yo. It's Tom Petty. Walk back down. No. He's listening on a delay, Preston. Uh, No, it's not. We have a three-minute delay. Uh, Do you want to go to Bill Weston for a lifeline? I miss... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. All right, right, lifeline, Bill. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, uh, That's incorrect. Sorry, Sam. We gotta let you go. Man. Should I reveal what it is? It's yeah, the, it's the end of the song, right? It is the end of the song. Yeah, it's the I, end. You, no, it's the beginning. It's the, it's, it's it's the, the very beginning. End. If you have it on a loop, it's the very last part of the song. Is it? Yeah. So the, it's here's the actual song. Play it, case. Hit it. All right. Will, please. Uh, yep. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Learn to fly from Foo Fighters, and the end of it goes. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. So sorry, guys. We got that one incorrect. Dear God, Bill was close. Uh, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody was right on the edge. Of it. <laughs> no, that was his BS guess, right? Yeah. All right. Let me go to <laughs> let me go to John next. Uh, John, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, bud. All right. Um, case that was too hard. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. uh, Make it on. Tom Petty again. No, we're not going to do oh, Tom Petty right. again. Let's go with. Wow, these are difficult. Yeah, some of them are. Oh man. Uh, what about? All <laughs> What's right, going, going on, man? Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's yep. try. Let's try this one. Here we go. Listen closely, John. Here it comes. Oh, easy. All right, John. That is the offspring. Give it to me, baby. Uh, uh, uh man. What the hell's the name of that song, dude? Uh You got five seconds. Yeah. Don't know the name of it. Get man. to the chorus. Sorry. Oh. Gotta let you go. It was five seconds. All right, we'll try next. Uh, Matt. Matt L. We have two different Matts on the line. Matt, are you there? I am here. All right, Matt, you want to hear that again? Nah, it's pretty fly for a white guy. That's exactly what it is. Pretty fly for a white guy. So, hang on the line. We are going to, Case, what are we going to give him? 
Uh, we have a pair of tickets to see Craig Ferguson, the host of Celebrity Name Game, who's bringing his Hobo Fabulous tour to the Excite Center at Parks Casino this Sunday. Some tickets remain at parkscasino.com. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And I just found out uh, <laughs> that Craig Ferguson is going to be on the Preston and Steve show Ooh. on Friday morning. You don't we have it on, on good authority. Good authorities. I will go next uh, to the other Matt. It is uh, Matt E. Hey, Matt, are you there? I'm here, Preston. You guys rock. Thank you, man. We got a brand new loop for you. You ready? I'm ready, man. All right. And keep in mind that Bill Weston lifeline. All right. Here, <laughs> here we go. All right, Matt. Yeah, can I hear it one more time? What? I just played it. For- <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, play it one last time. On. All right, Matt. I'm blanking. You, you have a lifeline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the Bill Weston lifeline. I know the band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Weston, Bill Weston. Okay, uh, Matt, uh, Bill, sorry. <laughs> Neil, where the streets have no name, you too. That's correct, yes. Hey! yes. Yeah. Do they have to agree? No, they don't have to agree. We just changed the rules. In fact, why don't we have Bill play and then the caller has to agree? <laughs> that that can actually work. Uh, Matt, hang on. We got something for you. We got a pair of tickets to see Cheech and Chong live this Saturday at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. The 2018 Cheech and Chong Tour is a follow-up to the successful reunion tour. Tickets available at ParksCasino.com. Must be 21. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Man at the Joshua Tree Tour in 1987. They opened with oh, this. Oh, did they? And this, you felt this this swell Fill the the state the uh, uh, the arena. Oh, so big! It was Ladies so and gentlemen, big. Preston Elliott's in the audience tonight for what is guaranteed to be a magical night, a musical journey. But it all must begin where the streets have no name. Yes, I was honored actually to be at least joining us on stage, Mr. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> A lot of people don't know what a great musician he is, to be honest. All right, uh, let's see. We're going to do his Martin guitar. Let's look uh, into his Marshall keychain holder. Let's go to uh, let's go to Tracy. See if she wants to play. Hi, Tracy. Hello, you guys. Are Thank you, Tracy. So we're playing loop. There it is. You know how the game works. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen closely. That's a tough one. Don't write it down because the lifeline might see it. Okay. Hi, Tracy. I think I need Bill. Oh, you think you need oh. Bill? Tracy? Oh. Lifeline Bill Weston. I think I yeah. need what's on Steve's sheet. I don't I don't know. You, you don't have no know. idea? No. Oh. It might be a little too old for you. All right, Tracy. Sorry about that. All right. Thank you. All right, we got to let you go. Now, we play it. We've played it for since the beginning, so Bill should know this song. Um, Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go next to AJ. Hi, AJ. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, The Loop, you want to hear it again? Yeah, please. Here we go. <laughs> All right, AJ. No. <laughs> yeah, we have another no lifeline. Idea. Hang on, I'm sorry. You don't, Do you want to try using a lifeline? 
Galaxy's Here's life. what we'll do. You get to choose between Chuck or Bill. Oh, you you now have a two-person lifeline option. Because Chuck just came walking you wait, in. You what have is... lifeline and lifeline waiting. What does he get to play? I want to play. Uh, you, you are now, you you are now play. a lifeline. I knew Foo Fighters. I'll turn uh, both I'll of these microphones Bill. on. You're going to go with Bill. Okay. He just said he wants a lifeline. Wrong choice. The guy who got it wrong. <laughs> the guy who walked in who seems to know it. All right. Anyway, Bill. I, can I hear it again? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hang on. Hang on. Fair enough. Here we go. Oh, he even knows the song. You just can't remember the title I, of no, it. No, that's, that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. It's not really mentioned in no, the song. No, it's not. I'll use Chuck as my lifeline. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, Bill, do you want to use a sub-lifeline? Yes. <laughs> you sublet right. it out. May I say what it is? Yeah, Chuck, what it is, is it? It is Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Yes, by the Toadies. <laughs> AJ something for that. Sure. Uh, he played it well. <laughs> we can guarantee a winner almost every time if we do it this way. Uh, what do we have for AJ case? All right. We have a pair of passes to see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse on Sunday, December 9th, this Sunday at 11 a.m. at the UA Riverview. It hits theaters December 14th. All right. So now we can try the harder ones case. Yeah. These okay. experts yeah. in here. Um, and uh, Adam Goldberg should be calling any moment. So we'll, th- we'll play until we get him on the line. Uh, unless we run out of loops. I will go to Brian next. Hey, Brian. Woo, doggies! Yeah, doggies! <laughs> All right, Brian. <laughs> it's the ceiling for the ages. We got a loop for you. You ready? Godspeed. <laughs> and here it comes. Oh, wow. to stop the song. <laughs> let me wait. Let me find him. He's on line eight here. Oh, sorry about that, Brian. All right, Brian, any idea what that is? Chuck, I need you, buddy. I think I got it. Well, wait a minute. Who are you going to choose? He said Chuck. I need he said Chuck. All right, Chuck. By the way, who makes these? Marissa? Yeah. yeah. These are awesome. Yeah, they are, aren't they? I think that is No One Knows by... Um, we took the city. No one knows. Yeah, That's it. Don't what know. Work together. Teamwork. Teamwork. That was it, yeah. I, I, that, it has a telltale sign to it. That is correct, Brian. Hang on a line because we got a prize for you, Case. Where wow. are we going to get Brian? Yes. Uh, let me find the thing. Let me play a little music for you. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, so we have a four-pack of tickets to see the Philadelphia Wings lacrosse welcome home opener. The Wings face off against the Buffalo Bandits Saturday, December 15th at 1 p.m. at the Wells Fargo Center. Join the party and expect the unexpected. Sorry, I'm playing around with the volume. It's a Matt Cord mix. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Crank it way up when he wasn't talking. And then bring it way down. Ooh. And then bring it back down. <laughs> That was his style. I wonder if we there's dead. a new contest here, Preston. We miss him very much on a, on his anniversary. Wait, right. Casey just came up with an idea right. for a new contest. Don't look at the screen, Preston. Let me just see something. We're gonna we're gonna try this out live on the air, Preston. Why not? All right. I think this has to comfort yeah. the people who lost earlier on in the game. Yeah. No, no, we're not gonna. He just wants oh. to try it out. We won't All play right, it for everybody right now. All right, name this song. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, that's uh, it's that's easy. limelight. Something like that? No, it doesn't I, I work. I know what you're saying, yeah. but, but it needs a little more tweaking to it. But I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Using uh, missing pieces of audio or something like that. But yeah. 
That's pretty iconic. Yeah, riff, so. damn it. I should have used something different like um, Welcome to the Jungle or something like that. Like an unknown song. <laughs> Fish is a great band. <laughs> <laughs> Preston? Uh, I love you, man. That was I love ri- you, too. <laughs> I know but, it was but. bad. There's a but. There's a, no, that was the original uh, emoji, emoji code. code. The original emoji code was Fish is a great band. <laughs> it's... That's what Casey came up with this morning. Hey, and Casey, you've come up with brilliant you emoji come up with codes. All of them. You come I up do with, all, come of them, with them, all of them, and they're very, very difficult. And you, you had said here, and I couldn't tell what it was. And you told me it's like fish is a great band. I'm like, no. it didn't no. have to. Like, so all right, so we'll talk about this off the air. <laughs> you, this isn't over. Man. This is not over. Up your ass. This is not over, Mister. <laughs> Let's give away. I, I guarantee you, we would have used it if it was like Rush is a great band. No, I would not. Yes, you, you are the executive producer. You can send Preston to bed early. Yes. Preston, go to, bed. go to bed. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Dude, yeah, but really, the show's not going to go on without him, so you I could just refuse. would gladly go to bed right now. Uh, let's go to Vince. We'll try another one of these. Hey, Vince, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, we're playing the new and improved loop. There it is, complete with double lifelines. <laughs> and constant revisions occurring, so even if you don't win, you'll still win. Yeah. Are you ready to try this out, Vince? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're much of a lifeline, though. Oh, oh what are you wow. talking about? Uh, you, you, you have... I think we're undefeated, aren't we? <laughs> yes, absolutely, except for the few times they didn't get it right. Well, Bill missed one, but but since you both have gotten together, you're, uh, you're yeah, undefeated. Get this wrong on purpose, lifelines. Uh, Vince, you ready? Yeah, got it. All right, here we go. All right, Vince. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now you need part. you need your lifelines now, don't you? Yeah, you know you guys know I was only playing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's making up. Now, which lifeline do you want? You have lifeline Bill or lifeline Chuck? Uh, let's go with Chuck. All right, uh, Chuck. Do you know what that is? I do. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. What's it worth to you? It's the song. I'm having a hard time with the title, but it's the song that Casey always dances to in the studio. Okay. <gasps> oh. I think right. Rain of Men. It's raining men. I think it's. Uh... <laughs> is that what he just said? That's what he just said. So? Did you say that, Vince? The weather girls. The one that Casey dances. That's to. his guess. That's his guess. Um, is it uh, "Go Take a Piss" by Fish? No. It's... Uh, that's what it is. He knows who it is. He knows. You know. You know the artist. All right. Incorrect. So we got to move on. We got to try okay. something. Santa's got to go. Hang on. Let me go Hey, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? Yeah, bud. All right. You want to hear that loop? Yeah, let me hear it one more time. Right, here we go. Got it? Okay. Man, that is that is not easy. I, I'm going to use a lifeline. Okay. All who, right. Who are you going to go to, Chuck or Bill? I'll do Chuck. Since I didn't insult him, maybe he'll help me out. Okay. Oh, Chuck. That's nice. One. <laughs> and then, Chuck, you can do a lifeline. Do I need the artist and the title? Do you want to do a yeah. sub well, lifeline? The title will be fine. Okay. It's Take Me Out. Yes, it's Take Me Out. Yes. Franz Ferdinand is the band, and Brian got it right, so what is he going to get, Case? Oh, so we are going to hook Brian up with a pair of tickets to see Cheech and Chong. Uh, that is Saturday at the Excite Center at uh, Parks Casino. 
the 2018 Cheech and Chong Tour is a follow-up to the successful reunion tour. Tickets are available at parkscasino.com. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLA. All right. We were supposed to have uh, Adam Goldberg on now. And, uh, he hasn't called in yet, so we need to go ahead and take a break. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back and we we'll see if uh, we'll get him during the, uh, the commercial break. But uh, thank you guys for playing Loop. There it is. And our Woo! new... Our new Lifeline version of this. We'll have I like to it. Find days when Bill and Chuck are free uh, to come down and play. But uh, we, yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. We'll see if we can get Adam on the program. If not, sorry, we got the bizarre file coming up next. Stay with us. Whether you've got an Amazon Echo, Spot, or Dot, make sure you first enable the MMR skill. Alexa, enable MMR. Once you do, it's easy as pie to listen to MMR's live stream, the Preston and Steve Daily Podcast, or the Bizarre Files. Your wish is our command with simple voice-activated access to WMMR. Alexa, open MMR. Very much, Kathy. Thank you again to South Bowl for coming by this morning. Uh, There is a Bud Light Philly Philly tour. That's happening tomorrow night. They're in South Philly, uh, 19 East Oregon Avenue. And uh, Marissa's going to be there from 7 to 9 tomorrow night. And they've got autographed uh, Eagles merchandise that you can win. They have tickets to the Eagles-Texans game. Uh, they have $3 Bud Light drafts. And South Bowl also has you covered for all of your Philly sports needs. And uh, you play while they play. South Bowl has, uh, uh, South Bowl has flat screen TVs above the bar and projection screens over the bowling alley lanes. And they got great food and drink specials. They brought all kinds of really great stuff here. The Korean fried chicken tacos. So, I mean, honestly, so they take, you know, pub food and yeah. elevate. I, I love when places do that, throw a little bit of extra care into the food. It really makes a difference. This is not what you normally get at a bowling No, alley, no. A sports bar. So, yeah. great I, stuff. Case, we have to go. We, we, we should go bowling. We really should. Because uh, I have my own bowl now, and I've got some other stuff, and I think you could help me not... I, I I will I will injure my arm occasionally when I when I do it, and I think you would help me. Well, it's funny, even up like, my game a little bit. Even people who are quote unquote in shape can you can uh, tweak some things. Like yes. uh, usually, like you're planting um, uh, quad right. Yeah. So I plant with my left. After like three four games, yeah, it's a little bit sore, and and like your your uh, forearm can be a little bit sore. But that's yeah, if it's motions that you're not used to doing, you mm-hmm. can even repetitive. Be you yeah. can be in great shape and, and realize, oh my god, there's these tiny little parts of my muscles I didn't use until I went bowling. Yeah, my style is to throw overhand, and I know ah. that's oh, probably sh- that's probably hurting my game. Yeah, don't do yeah, that. Yeah. Don't do that. I'll, I'll I'll teach you a trick or two about underhand bowling. <laughs> and and I hear that you're supposed to roll it. Yes. Yep. Okay. Speaking these, of which, um, these are tips. I was thinking about you last night, Preston, because I was watching Crazy Heart in the very beginning of that movie. Oh yeah, he bad is playing in bowling alleys, yep. and I was I love the sound of bowling alleys, and I wasn't sure if that was like an ASMR thing for you. Almost. Okay. It's, it's quite to a level where I enjoy that sound, but mm-hmm. it doesn't quite give me the relaxing sensation that ASMR triggers usually do. Do you know who has a great ASMR video? And I'm surprised because I really don't. Not follow or care that much about her, Cardi B. Really? Yeah, I think you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the hell it is, well, but I, her I, presentation, I I sit there transfixed. I think that she uh, has an ASMR trigger. Does as she? Well. I okay. Think, I think I did see that, but uh, yeah, I'm not into the whispering thing. Uh, some people are. There, there are various triggers that can say. Yeah, my daughter and I talk about them all the time because she has it as well, and. And will tell me, Dad, listen to this. And she's like, you know, I love this. I'm like, eh, I'm okay on that one. How yeah. about this one? It, like, we, we swap sounds. It's pretty interesting. Well, she's got a bit of clicking going on as she's doing it. Mm-hmm. She's also got a, a, a French uh, man- manicure, which I think, yeah. that, uh, and uh, I don't know. It just, it works for me. Yep, very hot. Um, we need to do the Bizarre Follow. I want to remind you that you can enable 
uh, the MMR skill on Alexa, and you can catch our Bizarre File podcast on there. It's just a Bizarre File that's isolated if you want to. If you have an Amazon Echo, uh, just say, Alexa, enable MMR, and it'll start the 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 um, the beginning setup for you. It's real easy to do. And then anytime you just go Alexa, open MMR, boom, or Alexa, open Bizarre Files or something, or Alexa, Preston and Steve, open Preston and Steve. All that stuff comes up. It's really easy to do. It's great. And if you're like doing the dishes or whatever, and you just want something to entertain you for you know five minutes, boom, done deal. Um, so get that set up if you haven't done so yet. Let's do the bizarre file. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. And this morning's brought to you by Star Restaurants. Everybody is a star. This holiday, treat them to their favorite dining experience. Purchase a gift card to any Star Restaurant. Visit them online at StarGiftCards.com. Uh, firefighters in Scotland had to respond to a zoo where they rescued a rhinoceros that got his leg and neck stuck in a tire swing. We got a stuck rhinoceros, and we need some help pronto. The Scottish Fire and Rescue Service said... That's our siren, by the way. ...said a crew was summoned to the Edinburgh Zoo on Sunday evening after the two-year-old rhino named Kabid got stuck in his enclosure's tire swing. Uh, the animal was sedated while the crew used specialized cutting equipment to free it. Don't live just yet, fellas. We have a tit mouse with whooping cough. <laughs> Zookeeper said that uh, Khabib loves to play with his swing and has gotten wedged in it before. I'd love to see a rhino playing with a swing. But had previously been able to free himself without assistance, so they had to call the Scottish Fire Department. <laughs> Deputies in Florida rescued the same overdose victim twice in 12 hours. Wow. Sheriff Rick Staley said in a news, excuse me, news release that deputies used Narcan. Rick Williams. Uh, to, yeah, I did feel like Rick Williams yeah. for a moment there. I burped. Uh, but they said in a news release that uh, deputies used Narcan to revive the man. Now, a friend had called deputies to the home of David Fisher after finding him motionless inside his bathroom. Deputies applied Narcan, of course, is, is an uh, opiate antidote. It took three doses for Fisher to become responsive. He was taken to the hospital where he was treated and released, but soon he was back in the hospital again after deputies once again revived him with Narcan within 12 hours. Do you remember that story? It was about six months ago, Preston. It was a park. Maybe it was in Baltimore where a bad batch of something had gotten into the town, and there were like 30 people sprawled out all over this park having a bad reaction at the state. So they were running around with Narcan from person to person. It's just horrible. It doesn't surprise me. Casey's told me before he's heard stories of, uh, you know, junkies, for lack of a better word, addicts who have... Uh, been revived from Narcan and actually gotten angry at the person that revived them because they they ruined their high. And you have the also the weird thing, and I think Casey, you'd mentioned it as well. They hear about a potent or bad batch out there, and that actually draws them to See, it. We hear bad batch; they hear strong batch. Yeah, yeah. powerful high. Uh, Staley says so far this year, deputies have responded to 54 overdose calls and used Narcan dozens of times. Recovery centers of America. There you yeah, go. Oh man. my God, they do great work. Exactly. Well, an 11-year-old sandwich boy learned the hard way that he, I, I assume it's a town named Sandwich. Oh, oh. oh God damn it. That's, I was making lunch plans already. Because I've had a few sandwich boys. Oh, my God. And that's my kind of meat. An 11-year-old. Oh, oh, dear God. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. An 11-year-old... Between sand- two Kaiser-olds. An, el- an 11-year-old... <laughs> Nine-year-old boy. Sandwich boy. Yeah, you're talking their language. Uh, Learn the hard way that, yes, your tongue, your tongue will get stuck. Your tongue will stick to a frozen no, metal pole. Oh, to the, oh, yeah. Oh, Spencer Klein. Yeah. Pump the brakes, everybody. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Spencer right. Klein and his 12-year-old friend Cole Leeper uh, headed to a sled hill near their home, waiting to enjoy the snow from the recent record-setting storm. After sledding, the boys came across a pole along a fence. What happened next mirrored the infamous scene from, of course, A Christmas Story. What you boys doing? In Spencer's case, uh, there was no dare. He has seen the movie, uh, but he didn't think that his tongue would actually stick. He said, I was just tempted to. I've seen the movie A Christmas Story, which kind of inspired me. I double dong dare you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why did, why did, I, you know what? I, why am I going to say why? It's, you know, as a kid, you, you were fascinated with this concept. Did you try it at any time when you were a kid? No, but nobody ever... Uh, Double dong dared you? Yeah, nobody ever did that. Uh, he approached the pole and asked Cole if he thought that it would actually stick. Then Spencer went ahead and did it. His, t- his tongue froze to the pole immediately. And, of course, the fear kicked him right after that. Uh, Spencer said, Cole thought that at first that I was messing with him. And I told him, no, it's really stuck. But he at, at first couldn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> My wife cannot come back, come back. cannot watch that scene. Really? She freaks out. The worst one though is from Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Cole, as any friend would, ran to the nearest house and asked a woman if she had hot water for his friend's tongue. Uh, she said she didn't have any hot water. And but I, I have scotch. And I said, well, you're going to have to call an ambulance. And said, who doesn't have hot water? Just warm water. <laughs> She's a liar. Tap will work. Yeah. Get out of here, ISIS. Uh, Spencer was able to pull his tongue off by the time Sandwich Emergency Medical Service crews arrived. I uh, estimated that he was stuck for about seven minutes. You know, I was trying to get it off, but it wasn't pulling. There are so many things here. Uh-huh. I'm going to be activating that Alexa skill. He said... <laughs> <laughs> you bet your goddamn ass I will. You know, for when I'm doing dishes. Right. <laughs> That's when I listen to my Alexa. <laughs> uh, he said I was being gentle and freaking out. Uh, but um, some of my taste buds came off onto the pole. Well, <laughs> Jesus. If, so if you're, if you're on a pole... Mm-hmm. And your tongue is stuck. If you were to go up a little bit and and try to let the saliva it? run down, yeah, spit on would, the pole? Would, would that yeah. even would that even assist? You're supposed to spit on your hand. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> spit strings. No, sometimes you just spit directly on the pole. But... Uh, Spencer was treated and released that night. His Trust tongue is extended. His tongue. I've is done ex- it. <laughs> Wait, I've seen it. Why I've spit on many poles. His tongue. Yeah, skull. You got to spit on the pole. His, right, tongue, his tongue is expected <laughs> to recover fully. Uh, in the end, Spencer said that he learned his lesson, and he hopes that no other kids try the same stunt. All right, and we'll just uh, we'll, yeah, I think we'll wrap, we'll wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up there. That's right. what I'm going to do, and that is what I have for you <laughs> in the bizarre file. <laughs> we'll take a break, uh, but not before we give away our secret text word prize. So Kathy does the honors. What number call are you on, Kath? Well, I'll do eleven. All right, call eleven two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the secret text word. Coming back with a winner. Stay with us. WMMR's live stream. Our daily programming available anytime, anywhere on your desktop, tablet, smartphone, or open the new MMR skill with Alexa. Great sound quality and the occasional bonus song. Nice. 
93.3 WMMR Pearl Jam. We were just talking off air about uh, Pearl Jam. <laughs> when we were uh, way in the early days of the of the President and Steve show, we did a contest. I guess we gave away Pearl Jam tickets. We did Pearl Jam diving. Yeah. And so... It jam, seemed like a good idea. Jam diving. So we, had, uh, we filled up a, a children's wading pool full of jelly, <laughs> grape jelly. We went into, like, Costco and bought tons and tons and tons of grape jelly. And it was nearly impossible to get the jelly out of the containers that they yeah. came uh, into, the, into the... And then we hid a pearl somewhere inside all this, had people swim around in it. Wow. It was a pain in the ass. Especially since the room we had it in was on the first floor, yep. not anywhere near a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a little sticky. It was a little messy. It was a nightmare. Oh, uh, man. Now we just now do, we just uh, fart in mason jars. Yeah, that's all we do. We just <laughs> fart in mason jars. We haven't done that in a long time. Well, jarred farts. There's always tomorrow. Yeah, yeah there is always tomorrow. Uh, we do things a little more simply with the secret text word, and we were looking for caller number eleven. And I have caller number eleven, and that caller is Katie. Hi there, Katie. Hey, Preston. Hey, Katie. If you know hey. if you know the secret text word, we have a prize here for you. What is the secret text word, please? Cradle. Cradle. That's it. Yeah. Not a second, Katie. We're, why are we? Oh, is this the repeat? Uh, we are going to give you a four-pack of tickets to Philadelphia Wings Lacrosse Welcome Home Opener. Uh, the Wings face off against the Buffalo Bandits on Saturday, December fifteenth, one p.m. at the Wells Fargo Center. You can join the party and expect the unexpected. And we're also going to give a pair, or I'm sorry, a four-pack of tickets to the Wings Home Opener. Uh, to Mary Ann Crossfield. Uh, Mary Ann is from uh, Cheltenham. And so she gets the exact same price. So congratulations uh, to you. This gives me such anxiety. <laughs> we only have 15 seconds left of it before it ends. Yes, Casey? Uh, Steve, you had mentioned Joyce DeWitt uh, yes. yesterday or something like that. And she had uh, Clint Howard rub his junk on her face. <laughs> She's, uh, she is like acting again. Hang yes, she on. is. All right. Here's, here's the resolution to it. God. She is um, doing like some stage stuff, and so I got this email. I was like, "Oh my god, she's coming to town," to, and she's not. I'm like, "Well, why am I getting this? Right. She's doing some stage production or some thing." And like in Anaheim, like, he said she's coming to town, and she's not. No, I. Well, that's why I thought I was getting the email. Oh. I was excited. I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, we're gonna get Joyce do it in studio. We'd have her in in a heartbeat oh, in North Carolina." Me? I'm like, "Why am I getting this email about like stage? we're gonna travel? Yeah, what is she? What is she? The Grateful Dead?" Um. Uh, Kind of. Are there people who travel in vans around the country to <laughs> follow Joyce to it? They're witties. We, we get all kinds of weird stuff. Remember I got the uh, um, the trout fishing documentary uh, oh, yeah. festival that was taking place? Oh, yeah. yeah. In Pittsburgh, right? Uh, it was out that way. Yeah. Get out, out there. Uh, I got a text from somebody who says, Flurries in Old City. Oh, Ooh, that's so a good band name. To live good. Flurries in then Old City. gun in my mouth. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not ready for that. No, for that enough. But if anything, a dusting, uh, if it makes its way out here from what I said the last time. Right, didn't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Only a, on the grass, don't worry. We got a few inches. Two hours back from Ardmore. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, I'm going to do a lesson question, and today we are going to give away uh, some tickets to Penn State. Now, listen, it says here, uh, and, and I got some text yesterday, it says Penn State face Ivy League foe, uh, the Princeton Tigers. Right. So Penn State is not in an Ivy League school. Correct. But... Princeton is. Yes. It's just their foe who happens to be in the Ivy League. Oh. And Princeton is a powerhouse in the Ivy League. All right. So that's what it means. So relax. That. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what? anyhow, 
They're playing at the Wells Fargo Center. It is oh, college. Shut up, woman. <laughs> it's college hockey, uh, December 15th. So uh, today's question. What would my knight name be? And it's not Kenny Knight. If I were actually a a, a knight, I would be Sir What? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning, the trash is brought to you by Worldwide Stereo. This year, get a gift they'll remember. See Worldwide Stereo's awesome gift guide at WorldwideStereo.com, or you can head to their stores in Montgomeryville and Ardmore. What's going on, Steve? Well, Kylie Jenner catching a little blowback for showing off her decadent 20-foot Christmas tree in an Instagram post on Monday. Many commenters criticized her for adorning the tree with dead hobos. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Kanye West apologizing after being caught take, uh, talking in a theater on his phone while attending a performance of The Share Show. Kanye explains he had just dialed 1-900-NORTH Pole and was waiting to talk to Santa. Oh, oh my God. And finally, Pol- <laughs> Paulina Gretzky saying that her super hot Instagram pictures don't phase her father, NHL legend Wayne Gretzky. Paulina says her dad has been cool with it ever since he replaced his Visine with battery acid. <laughs> And that's your Hollywood track. All righty. Thank you, Steve. We'll see if we can get an answer to uh, today's lesson question. What would my night name be? And I'll go to Mark, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How Excellent. Uh, great, man. So, Mark, what uh, would my night name be, please? Sir Douchebag. Yes. <laughs> that is correct, Mark. Hang on a second. Nice choice in music, Casey. Sir Duke. Uh, since he got you it right. A douchebag. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Penn State face Ivy League foe, the Princeton Tigers, for the sixth annual Philadelphia College Hockey Faceoff at Wells Fargo Center. Saturday, December 15th at 7.30, and tickets start at uh, 20 bucks and wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Man, there was a time where this was like my favorite song. Yeah. I, this hit. You cannot, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Little Richard earlier, but Stevie Wonder. Oh. Mother power, of God. What a powerhouse talent, man. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, or do we need to make, wait for the hook? Do we have to make? They can feel it all over. 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 All right, let's get to... Oh, wait. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> oh, man. I thought he was a singer. No, she was a dancer. Jinx, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Right. For 2018, that could have been one of my favorite moments of the year. This. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments of the year, to be honest. All right, so music news. Is it brought to you by Star Restaurants? Uh, yeah. That's one I had said. Yep. Okay, Star Restaurants. Everybody is a star, and this holiday, treat them 
to their favorite dining experience. Purchase <laughs> purchase a gift card at any star restaurant or visit them online at StarGiftCards.com. Don't forget stars with two R's. Uh, former Foo Fighters drummer William Goldsmith, who plays in the band Sunday Day Real Estate, posted a bizarre statement on Tuesday that seemed to suggest that uh, Dave Grohl has effectively held back the release of an album by the latter band. Uh, Goldsmith wrote on Facebook recently, by way of objective ears, I have been reminded of the fact that the greatest Sunday Day Real Estate record ever made remains silenced, abandoned, and buried within the murkiest depths of Dave Grohl's sock drawer. What the f*** happened? Uh, in his post, Goldsmith shared five minutes worth of instrumentals that he alluded are from the abandoned album. He wrote it, honestly, feels like someone has taken a part of me as a human being and locked it in a closet. The music hasn't wow. just been taken away from me anymore. Now it's being taken away from my children. Now, let me give you a little background. Uh, he, Goldsmith, bless <laughs> you. Bless you. <laughs> Uh, played with Foo Fighters from 1995 to 97, but Grohl re-recorded all of his drum parts on 97's The Color and the Shape without telling him a turn of events that Goldsmith has remained upset about ever since, which I can understand. Meanwhile, Sunday Day uh, bassist uh, Nate Mendel joined the Foo Fighters at the same time as Goldsmith, uh, but remained in the lineup, becoming its longest-serving member after Grohl himself. Now, when Mendel was reached out for comment, he told... Or he said that there is no truth to this story. He said uh, he later issued a clarification saying, to clarify, there are many ingredients that resulted in the abandonment of LP5, ingredients that I had to put together myself and find out later on. The reference to Dave's sock drawer meant the Grohl-owned Studio 606, which was where it was essentially left. So Dave had nothing to do with it. Ah. He was just using that as a place of reference. Although, That's not fair. Although Sunny Day Real Estate uh, reunited in 2009 to tour and do some recording, nothing came out of those sessions except a song called Lipton Witch, uh, which was released as a 17th single in 2014. Both Mendel and Sunny Day frontman Jeremy Enig uh, confirmed in separate interviews that the recording sessions were largely a bust. Loud Crazy Love, a documentary about the life of corn guitarist Brian Head Welch is going to premiere Friday the 14th on Showtime. A new trailer for the movie, which was directed by first-time feature filmmakers Trey Hill and Scott Mayo, have surfaced online as well. Uh, Featuring exclusive access on tour and at home, as well as in-depth interviews with Welch, his family, and bandmates, Loud Crazy Love subverts the standard sex, drugs, and rock and roll narrative to explore Welch's identity as a father and the complicated relationship that he shares with his daughter Jenna. Um, or Janae, I'm sorry. Welch quit Corn, which he co-founded in 2005, to become a born-again Christian, huh. kick a dangerous addiction to crystal meth, and be a better father for his then seven-year-old daughter. Uh, he said that uh, the day Jen- Janae was born uh, was like the most euphoric, miraculous, unconditional love, but I think deep down inside of me, I knew I was incapable of being what she needed and deserved. I think did we have Brian by one we time? We did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, production of the film covered four years and includes two decades worth of never-before-seen material from Welch, his family, and Corn. He rejoined the band in 2013 and has played in its last two studio albums with the group currently at work on its 13th studio album. He's out actually doing um, press for this, and I wasn't sure if that would be something you would want to talk to him about. It would ha- have to be on the phone, but... Nah. Uh, well, you we'll said see. it all, bro. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Concept art has surfaced from a proposed remake of The Blob, 
Oh. That was going to be directed by Rob Zombie. The rocker and filmmaker first got involved in the project in 2009, around the time he was making Halloween 2, but the film was eventually abandoned, even though he began doing pre-production for it. Now, an artist named Alex Horley has shared early concept art for the project online. Zombie said at the time that he did not want to feature the traditional title monster, growing orb, a blob of alien goo that absorbs every living thing it touches, and the art seems to reflect that, containing instead what appears to be muted, mutated human zombies. So you don't want to have the uh, the blob in a movie called The Blob? No, I guess not. Because uh, no, they, they re- not in, in the art, in the artwork. They, they remade The Blob, and they did it with Kevin Dillon, and it was actually very good. I, I thought they it. did a good job with it. You know what? I wa- The original was on TV last week, and I just happened to be flipping through channels, and I came in right at the moment that they're running out of the theater, which is in Phoenixville. It's the yeah, Colonial, the Colonial Theater, and what I never and I watched it from there to the end. And what I never noticed in that sequence that when they're running out of the theater, there's a woman that just gets clocked. Oh, yes, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 she just get. I felt really? so bad for this woman because I think they were just the town residents. The, they yeah, they told them. Yeah, and Nick, if you pull that up, yeah. there's a woman who just absolutely gets. Smash, man. I mean, this guy, he's just trying to run in this direction. She kind of trips and he slams into her. And I felt terrible watching it. There's also about three or four people who are just laughing. Oh, yeah. yeah they're yeah, laughing yeah, as yeah, they're yeah, running yeah. out. No question. Because they're like, hey, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a movie. They're making a movie. All right. So we're watching the video footage. Now, they, they show it for a while here. But hang on a second. I, I want you guys to see it. Because they do several different angles, and uh, it's when they're a little further away. Hold on just a minute. Okay, here it comes. Hang on. Bang! Boom! Ow! Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't want to see that. She got run over. Ah, yeah, she man. smashed so her like, head on the pavement. Had, like a judo flip. I had never noticed that before, but she just absolutely gets boom! Jeez! Oh, takes her down. She hits her head on the pavement, so... Uh, anyhow, but yeah, right in our area. Do they still do Blob Fest? Oh, yeah, every year, every summer. I, I would to love go, to participate. It's I need fun. to go to that. Do they let people run out? Oh, yeah, that's part of it. Like, I everybody runs it. out of the theater, and uh, hopefully nobody gets clobbered. I loved it. Uh, Zombie later explained why the project was never produced, saying that I was dealing with people on the movie, but just as I was down the road further with the producers and the guys that own the property, I didn't feel good about the situation. I just walked away from it. My gut told me that this was not a good place to be. Uh, He is currently in post-production on his next movie, Three from Hell, a sequel to his 2007 film, The Devil's Rejects, and he's expected to release the film in 2019 along with a new and already completed studio album. One of the big disappointments with Rob Zombie is that Broad Street Bullies movie that he was mm-hmm. really high on, and he came, nothing ever came of it. Came by to promote it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was too bad. We were really excited about that story being told, so maybe somebody else will eventually get to it. There you go. That's what I have in the music news for you. We have a couple of slots available for the Christmas Miracle broadcast. Before you call, do you know the, st- the show well? You've been listening for a number of years. You know... All these little bits of minutiae about our personal lives and the things that we've done on the air, you might qualify to win. All right, so I want to take four callers at 215-263-WMMR who are at least 21 years of age and available Thursday, December 20th to come to Parks Casino in the new Excite Center where we're going to be doing this for the first time. Sit in the audience. We might draw your name while you're there and you end up on Contestants Row and who knows, you might win a big prize. Some of the biggest prizes of the year. We give away the Christmas miracle. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have you call in, 215-263-WMMR. We'll take four calls. Uh, keep in mind that only you will be qualified to be on Contestants Row, but anybody can wear a Miller Lite ugly sweater. 
Put on an ugly sweater, you might end up winning a prize for Miller Lite. So yeah. everybody qualifies for that. We'll have prize bags and all kinds of good stuff on that particular morning. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a second to get ready to wrap things up. Letter of the day, word of the week. That's up too. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast, you'll also love it live. When you can call in. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Preston and Steve Damn on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. No, I'm no, scared. no. This thing was on automatic, and if I try to hit the button to start the music bed that follows after the song, sometimes it goes ahead of time, and then it jumps to the next element. It's the way this thing works. Man, I had this all dramatic back sell and everything ready to go for that, too. Do you want me to take it back in time? 93.3 WMMR. Weezer. Thank you. That helps. Weezer, don't knock the hustle on uh, 93.3 WNMR. Uh, very funky sounding song for that band. Very different. And they are going to be in town next week to play. They're going to be playing at the Met. And uh, is that a week from today? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Very cool. Uh, I'm interested to go to the, the venue. Um, saw them uh, getting some pictures from the inside, a video from the inside. John Legend played there uh, last night. Or it was night last night, that. I believe. And uh, um, looks it, pretty cool. Uh, do you know anyone who's gone? Because uh, it, it uh, opened with Dylan. It look, it, the pictures look phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't talked to anybody about it yet. So um, interested to see that venue for myself. Uh, so Weezer will be there. Um, some thank yous, I guess, are in order for today. Thank you to our friends at uh, Fox Good Day for having us on the program. Uh, thank you also to uh, South Bowl for being here. They're at 19 East Oregon Avenue in South Philadelphia. And uh, Marissa will be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9. It's a Philly Philly Bud Light tour. And they'll have uh, Bud Light specials, I believe, $3. And uh, there are some autographed items from the Eagles and also some Eagles tickets uh, that you can win. So tomorrow night, 7 to 9, stop by. See Marissa. Uh, your chance to win. So should be good stuff. Uh, we didn't have Adam Goldberg on today. Some people were asking about that. We'll see if we can make that happen a little bit later. But it was like a last minute. Yeah, he's uh, he can call you guys. And it was like, eh, maybe he can't. So. Well, it, listen, he has now he's working on that, that new show, which is Schooled, yep. which is the, the sequel, basically, to the Goldbergs, a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got two shows that he's working on. And tonight is the episode that features Pulsar, yeah. the robot, which we had a very big hand in making that happen. He's he, 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 One of the characters, might be Barry, goes to Pulsations, and uh, Pulsar's there. And, 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 in fact, there was a write-up in the Delaware County Times about the fact that uh, we helped him get the, the robot. We put him in the right direction, and he was able to get the actual robot out there for filming of this episode, which is... That's pretty cool. I was happy about that. Yes, yeah. That is on tonight. What time? Is that on at 8? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock on ABC? ABC. What's that, Pierre? Pulsation's still there. It's not there. No, no, no. It's been gone for decades. We at MMR had our 16th birthday party there. Wow. And uh, Debella came out of the spaceship. Oh, no Uh, way. The spaceship landed and John got out of it and introduced the rest of the air staff. But our 16th birthday party was there. Nice. Nice. Trivia. Well, they'll be featuring it in in a way. They they recreated as best they can, but that'll be on tonight uh, on the Goldbergs. Uh, You doing good, man? Yes, except for the fact that um, I just poured cream into my uh, Yanni. Oh, no. Um, and it curdled. You got the curlies. The floaties. Oh, I call them the floaties. What do you call them? Curlies? The curlies, the floaties. The, it's just disgusting. It's discouraging. But um, <laughs> um, w- what we find is uh, today is the 5th of December, and Mercury goes direct today. So things, okay. well, things are getting better. Uh, you want us to set up a GoFundMe for you or we something? We can. Um, 
Johnny Bobbitt can hook us up. Okay. No. Uh, I'll tell you this. Are they? Is that? Does that mean it's bad, or is it just simply? Can you can you ingest the floaties? Because no can. one really knows what it's made of, that mm-hmm. milk-like substance. That doesn't need to be that, refrigerated. That doesn't need to be refrigerated. It's, see, look, it's curdled, though. But yeah. do you do you need to? I mean, it's edible, yes? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. It uh, might. So that it way it, uh, it won't, it, it'll make you stronger if it doesn't kill you. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's grotesque to look at. And as a coffee snob, um, it makes me... Uh, something short of a peaceful homicidal maniac. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, other than uh, that, I'm sorry to hear that. No, it's okay. I can fix prayers. it. Yeah. Thank you. Thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Oh. You want to do our letter? I do. All right, here I we go. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in eternal. All righty, we have a 20-mile stock car driving experience, and you can drive a 600-horsepower stock car on NASCAR's famous 2.5-mile super speedway at Pocono Raceway, and you will suit up in an official race suit and get behind the wheel of a 160-mile-per-hour NASCAR-style stock car. And when you start the engine, you'll know that this is an experience of a lifetime. And we only have two more letters to go before we give that away on Friday, so get yourself prepared for that. Uh, What is happening today, man? By the way, uh, congratulations yesterday on the amazing totals for Camp Out. Um, uh, Just a stunning amount of uh, food and money and uh, staggering. And then uh, Jackson and I were talking about it yesterday, and um, uh, there's this rivalry between the Porsche Club and the Jeep Club. Friendly rivalry, but a rivalry nonetheless with a slight edge to it. Just Uh, a touch of an edge. Um, uh, Because Brent Porsche once rode um, with the Porsche Club, even though he drives a Jeep. And I mentioned that to Jackson, who said, he's dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so that was a couple of years ago, but... Um, so the Porsche Club, I think, came in second, which means they get me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going uh, to Jackson, well, that's fine, but what, do they have a clubhouse? Yeah, There's yeah. no place, they don't have a place that I can go to broadcast. Well, well I, t- I tell you what they'll probably end up doing, this is just a guess, is they'll have a car show somewhere. Oh. And you broadcast from that's it. That's a good idea. And, uh, and maybe they turn it into another charity event. You never know. Might That'd have be people great. come by and see that's the cars and, and pay a donation or something like that. But um, That's why yeah. you're the dad. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they're not a business per se, but of course they would still like people to join their organization if they own Porsches, and maybe it'll continue to get the word out there. But boy, did they bring it home. And, and they do more than just fill up the, the front end of the cars. They they. They collect and have right. a big delivery. So, but uh, that's amongst the all, the all those car owners pitched in and it made it happen, man. It's amazing, yeah. good stuff. Lots of fun. Um, on the program today. We will have a workforce block of Aerosmith. We'll have the record company. We'll get into a block of Muse, and uh, we will also have another fifty dollars gift certificate to the Star Restaurants and tickets for Weezer opening night with MMR. Uh, Monday was the opening with Dylan, which I heard went quite well. And uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday, we'll broadcast all day. For from the Met and Weezer will play there that night. So we're calling it opening night with MMR at the Met. Uh, and I'll have a pair of Weezer tickets. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And let me thank our sponsors, the President and Steve Show brought to you today. 
by Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Plus, winner airport parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer tomorrow on our program. Uh, we'll have comedian Tom Cotter in our studio, so we'll spend some time with him. And I'm sure we got loads of things we have to give away, including... Christmas Miracle broadcast tickets and more. That is it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll do this thing again tomorrow. See you again. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. We're here to defend New Jersey. What about the f***ing Atlantic Ocean that we have in front of us? Take a look at that. Damn skyline. We got pretty blue water. Next message. No one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes us. Cause we don't care. We're from Philly. Philly. No one likes us. We don't care. Next message. You want a skyline? Well, me and all my buddies are going to stand over there tonight with our pants down so you can see our asses, you Kathy, I love you, honey. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DelToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less.